0: What's going on, everybody? I hope you're doing really, really well. Uh, yeah, that's what's up. Thank you for joining Weekly Games Chat. Whether you just downloaded it and it's Wednesday and you're enjoying this right now, or if you caught us live on Twitch.tv, backslash Weekly Games Chat. Hey, what by the way, what's up, chat? Hope you're doing real good. This is episode 336, and it's going to be a good one. It is going to be a good one. I already got a A in the chat by d Dynamite. What's up? Um <laughs> Scholars. It's good to see everybody. It's good to see everybody for sure. My name is Sean, uh, and you 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 stumbled across the greatest podcast about video games in the world. So look at that. Good luck, right? Um yeah, I got him to look up the man the myth himself. He's wearing glasses, a button up. He's looking great. There's a Christmas tree behind him. His name is John. John, what's up, buddy?
1: Happy sweet baby Jesus day. That sounds Coming like, like a yeah, it is. Um, I, I got that so, in notes. So, so this is the greatest podcast
0: of all in the world. Yes. No ever. pressure.
1: No pressure on me.
0: No, okay. and you got to do the topic by yourself today for initiation. <laughs> cool.
1: <laughs> Good luck. It'll be the it'll be the 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 quickest two minutes and yeah. worst two minutes of your life.
0: <laughs> yeah. Can I say it, it? No, I don't know if I can say. We hung out the other day for uh, the game awards. And there was a saying. It was a three-word saying that one of our listeners said. Um, it rhymed with dump, <laughs> and another just that word. But it was—I don't think just, I can. I don't think I can put say it
1: in the ch- put it in the chat.
0: I don't know if I can say it. Just I'm, put it in the chat. I'm going to say John is a well. I'm so excited.
1: Huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 Oh. <laughs> oh yeah one pump one pump, chump we can say that okay yeah there's, there's nothing
0: yeah this is uh i mean the other day we were unfiltered it wasn't recorded unless you get that secret recording that chris made
2: speaking of chris
0: how you doing buddy it's good to see you you kind of look like steve jobs and also like your head's just floating it's fine
2: <laughs> put this all the way up <laughs> lift up this black shirt <laughs> i'm doing good (laughs) i'm thinking like if if we actually did make john do that today because i know he's been doing playing something else it would be like it'd be about the equivalent of like ricky bobby after he uh is in his first race doing the interview afterwards he'd be like game handled handled real good and real, real real good. good.
0: Yeah. I've been <laughs> playing
1: this game because I don't pay attention apparently during podcasts, mm.
0: <laughs> which is hilarious. And you're missing out on possibly the greatest game of all time. That's called a podcast tease. We'll get to that in a little bit. But mm. you did mention it, John. So let's go ahead and say, uh, yeah, if, if you celebrate the holidays, uh, one of the big ones, of course, is one I think we all celebrate, except for Chrissy hates it. It's Christmas. And that, I can't believe it's already next Saturday, boys. Can you believe it? I
2: celebrate the dinner
0: that comes with it. Yeah, you do. And cheesecake and all kind of goodness.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, mom had to do some work to get all the ingredients for the uh, cheesecake this year. But it has been secured, I was told.
0: Was Thanks.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Obama.
0: Hey, <laughs> podcast, political chatness. <laughs> I'm kidding. Because Obama is a joke because he was a president, John. That's,
1: it's it's, and, the, it's and, the oldest meme in the book.
0: Mm-hmm. You what you know about memes? That's what's up. I love you, John. Memes is that what it, memes? <laughs> Dichotomy. Uh, but do, are you boys? Uh, do, are you doing any shopping? Do you have any left? Um, do you have any concerns about shopping? Anything I need like
1: to, that? I need to buy candy and little doodads, small things for stockings. But stocking stuffers. That, yeah, I'm done.
0: I'm you having know. I'm having a ball think- with with two things. Two, two things. things. I bought a a very expensive gift from a very expensive place, and I bought it in the beginning of the month, and it said guaranteed by Christmas. It has since started to update uh, that it will arrive by Christmas, and that it's preparing to ship. So I reached out to the old virtual chat today, and I spoke to someone, and she assured me that no, they they're not. It's not going to change its status until the twenty second of December in which it will be expedited shipped to me. I don't understand that, that methodology. I don't understand why it's just not shipped if I bought it, but I'm going to just put it. What can I do? Right. What can well, I, I
1: do? I can't wait to see what you guys got me. um really excited to see that.
0: I, I, uh I believe it or not. You, I, I think you more, you would do it more than Chris. I've actually, as I've been out shopping or online shopping, I've seen things that I thought, Ooh, I could get that for the boys. They would like that. <laughs> then I go. Chris is not going to get me anything. And then Chris, I go.
1: Chris isn't a. Chris isn't a gifter. In fact, he gets mad when you get him something. Yeah. Because he has. He thinks that he automatically has to respond with a gift, and he and doesn't. That's, right. That's, that's the not, whole. Not right. That's not how it works. It's not how it works. I mean, I will judge him and hold it against him for the rest of his life. But that's not how it works. He doesn't have to gift something to me. I've gifted him a couple of things over the span of a decade and he gets upset about it every time i was out I shopping give you the uh,
2: gift of peace love and uh happiness
1: hey all Goodwill you need is love
2: man
0: all you
1: need is love mm-hmm.
0: i was out shopping uh yesterday with tinley and i came across this i couldn't not buy it it was one of those things that i it was i was in a store i don't think my wife
1: yeah bye
0: would go to my bed she went she went a few years ago but i don't (laughs) think there there, i gave her any reason to go this year so this is going to be a twitch exclusive Uh, i purchased this coffee mug
1: oh yeah you forgot to get me one well
0: maybe this is yours (laughs) (laughs) if you find a nice one
1: now i gotta start drinking coffee
0: (laughs) well you could just keep drinking you know uh beverages in it you could drink uh, hot chocolate in it you know I'm just going to keep listing things you can put in a coffee (laughs) a a of tea tea. yeah all of that but you know speaking of Christmas we just want to put out the reminder that next week this is what we do around the holiday season and uh, once again happy holidays to everybody whatever you celebrate or if you don't just enjoy this time of year I say Uh, find something you know whatever makes you happy think of Cheryl Crow and if it makes you happy uh, but next week is, is going to be the most anticipated episode of the year. And that is of course the, uh, music spectacular version 2021, where our, our excellent producer is going to put together the, the best or as I guess that's, I don't know, bet I'm just going to say it, the, the best songs from video games this year. I'll and just I can't put, wait.
2: I'll just put the soundtrack of the topic on and we'll be good for this year. It's all good.
1: Is, uh, have you already selected all the music yet?
2: I've gotten a good bit of it.
1: Is it too late for people in the chat to put in their requests? Not that you'll, not that you guarantee that you can play it, but can they do it?
2: If they put something in there and I see it tonight. (laughs) Yeah. Except from (laughs) one user. There's one called Jay Baron that I will not take any requests from.
0: I kind of want, I ain't going to lie to you. Um, I like when D white stops in, I would like to see if D white has a submission, uh, to put in for real, for real.
2: Uh, I'll say this: you know, more than likely there might be something already from the game that you, oh. but you know, Hey, I just saw
0: one on there. AK said that, yeah, that I haven't played that game, but I've heard there's good music in that game. It must be of returnal.
2: Well, I mean, it's the house Mark guys. So you, yeah, you remember yeah. how good that soundtrack was for, um, ah, why is it slipping? You know, the game we played together. Yes. PlayStation four. Th- Dang it. Say it, Chris, uh, <laughs> Rezo gun. Yes. Got I, got Rezo gun. I got it. Rezo gun. I
0: wasn't going to leave you out there for too long. My hand was reaching. I'd never let, I'd never let go Jack.
2: Wait, what? But I let go. There was a meme <laughs> this week of, uh, of Rose going, there's no space. And it's her on the board and a PS five that she secured right next to her. <laughs> She's like, sorry, bro. You gotta go. You know how hard this was to get.
0: <laughs> and I'm I'm going to admit something out loud. And I don't know if I should. Um, But I got the alert that the Xboxes were in stock. A flash alert. Boom. I go. I have to wait in queue for like 20 minutes. Mm. And then I get it. It says it's sold out, but it lets me keep going through the queue. And it gets to my cart and I can load it. And it's the Xbox Series X. It's there. And I wanted to use PayPal because I I just recently paid off credit cards and I didn't want to. My wife has found out the DJ paypal information oh no and she has siphoned that son of a gun and i went mother so i go in there I mean, it's, it's fine it's she, i know she's doing it for christmas she didn't even quite realize what she was doing
2: or, or no. did she Right. but
0: anyway i had to i had to back off i was like i don't want to i don't I, I had to resist the temptation then i started feeling bad because it is really close to christmas now and I was like, I don't want to put it on a credit card. I'd rather spend money on maybe, you know, Tinley or, or the wife.
1: Well, maybe it's been already purchased for you.
0: And, and then I thought, she knows I want it. Right. Right? Exa- exactly. Or maybe,
1: so, Sean, maybe I got it for you.
0: I don't believe this. Who's your but, best friend no, now? But,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: DJ John. <Horn, laughs> <laughs> <laughs> but, John, that would... if you Don't ever it, call
1: me But John. <laughs> but But John...
0: That would that would kind of uh we have the grand master plan of trading in a thousand xboxes for one Xbox and still having to pay more money remember yeah <laughs> are you lost yeah you remember you yeah, made the plan uh, up yeah. uh-huh um well I, I, I want to bring up the point listeners if you think that that we're not really really friends you John just told you he bought me an Xbox so we are best friends now but we also had lunch this week in person which we haven't really done a lot we have but it was nice, and I just wanted to say it was am, good seeing you boys in person. You I'm, look just like you do here,
2: John. I'm clipping that, and I'm <laughs> yeah, gonna make that gonna, a speaking of that's means, gonna, be, you're a gonna gift be a gift that just goes on the page.
1: <laughs> that's my that's my sign for uh, two scrambled dogs.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you just reminded me, and Chris Chris re reminded me this week of the uh, Shake Weight South Park bit. Right, it is single handedly the be- I think the best thing South Park has ever done.
2: It's up there.
1: Faster. I mean, it That's is
0: it, it is faster. Harder. Yeah, exactly.
2: That's it. Don't cool stop. down spray. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Here's some half fare. You,
0: John, if you haven't seen the South Park Shakeweight, just type that in YouTube and you're it's from Chris via me.
1: South Park Weight?
0: Yes. South Park Shakeweight. It's from Listeners a couple years it ago. Too. I, don't, I mean, just don't make make sure it doesn't bleed through. But, yes, you're welcome. But, again, it was I hope we. It's not hope, dirty, is it? Yes. <laughs> but I mean, is not. It
1: ex- it's not explicit, is it? No, it's not explicit, I mean, but it's suggestive. Did you, do y'all remember the old uh, SNL Shake Weight commercial? Yeah. <laughs> the Shake Weight DVD. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And actually,
2: I'll second this from the chat because uh, someone brought up another one. I don't know if you've seen this one um sean randy getting uh scared scary ghost is uh is pretty good i, I won't I spoil I, i'll see if i can find it later i'll send it to you you'll but send it to me yeah you'll you'll thank me as soon as i it. you
0: would think i would know it because when they are just kind of shortened to randy scared by ghost or shake weight bit you kind of know what it is yeah um yeah that's i can't I, dude john it is it's fantastic. Um, boys also it's spider-man week so it is everybody uh, and here's your ps your your is it your psa psa
2: right my psa for you if you're hearing this today don't read reviews because i've already heard i don't know how people could do this but they spoil some big things in reviews did you know did you find out what it was so you you don't know i i don't know what it is but someone basically it was like Point blank said, "Do not read this review unless you really want to know something." Yeah, you know, <laughs> I don't, that- I don't, you know, and that's one thing I don't miss about people. Uh, nah.
0: And it's it's crazy. We we might be kind of veering into old man chat, but since the pandemic, since Thanos's snap, um, you know, I don't miss the traffic. I don't miss shopping around people. I don't miss lines. I don't miss people who are you know impatient and rude. I don't miss any of that and i'm i for the first time in a long time i'm really probably going to go to the movie theater um to watch this movie and i think a lot of people are and it sucks because i remember i was it was going out of the the first star the jj star wars the first one the force awakens mm-hmm. and a kid came out crying and a kid ruined that movie for me cuz he oh. said out loud what happened oh no and I went, you mother... I wanted to put a kid's head through a wall. You know, I was standing in line to go in my movie. I stayed away from spoilers the whole time. But... Yeah. I mean, oh, it's, it's hard. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. We got Mike in the chat. Our good friend Mike. He said he's not getting on TikTok, mm-hmm. Facebook, Twitter until after Thursday. Um, and D. White said someone sent out an at all mention on one of the discords. And at first... uh white thought it was a, sp- a joke boiler type thing yeah and now he's paranoid so this yeah is, this is the this is what people do they find joy in it i get it to a degree but also it's like come on man i hate it you know? like
2: because yeah. i i wanted i talked about going with this casey and if he wants to go i'll go see it again but i mean like when i saw that there was a 3 30 p.m show thursday i was like i don't care i have to get up at six o'clock to go to work i'm doing this because i'm going to be in there as soon as i can just to not not have, have to deal with it. Yeah, not have to deal with it. Not have to worry about some a hole uh ruining things. Cause, you know, I'll I'll stay away from <laughs> reviews.
0: I uh you know, my job I I really want to see if there's a, a wrench around and work around. Wait, what? To see, to see if I can go early too. I just the way my job is catered. Exactly, John. My job is catered to where I don't know if I can. It kind of I'm going to have to see how that plays out, because I I might uh, you've put it out there. (laughs) I might want to join you. I don't know. I don't know. And um, let's pivot to sports before we head into the topic. Unless you guys got anything else you want to put out there. I just want to bring up something. Um, (laughs) Oh, my God. That's so funny. That's so. So. So I got to say what's funny. Dexter has also come back on. And our friend Chris, you know, you know, everybody knows Chris. He's right here. You see him, you hear him. Um, So our friend Mike, who's come on the show before, previously known as Ryan Leaf, he's he's tightened up a lot. He's a huge fan of Dexter. He got me on Dexter. The new season of Dexter's out now. Without even realizing what we're doing or realizing that Chris was, you know, even possibly wanting to watch Dexter. Mm. I share my screen. Chris clicks on it or sees the thumbnail. I start just talking about things. I basically ruined the whole season for him already. So in chat, um, Mike was just giving Chris a little bit of grief about going to the movie and all that. And uh, yeah, Chris just let him know that Dexter Payback is coming.
2: (laughs) Just be like, I'm I'm not saying that
1: I'm not
0: saying he
2: is in Spider-Man. Yeah. Darth Maul did get cut in half. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what? That's awesome. Uh, but, yeah, pivoting and pivoting and pivoting and, and pivoting, pivot, 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 pivot. Uh, sports uh, was a big week. Uh, There's a big awards this week. And, um, yeah, Bryce Young in college football won the Heisman Trophy. Uh, so that was pretty awesome. I've been alive for over 40 years. I've been an, an Alabama football fan for a lot of that time. And there was a long time where Alabama did not have Heisman Trophy winners ever. No. Uh, much less than a quarterback. So he was the first quarterback, quarterback from Alabama to win the Heisman, and we went, we went, I'm going to say it. We went back to back in the Heisman ceremony,
2: Chris. What's up? We did it.
0: What's up? We
2: did it. It's ridiculous, like, because you think of how many years Alabama was amazing before Nick Saban, right? Yeah. And just how different that landscape was where pretty much the only games on TV every week were like Notre Dame, Ohio State, Michigan, USC. You didn't get as much here in the South, you know, unless you were regional didn't see a lot of those great players from those Bear Bryant teams, and now that's the other way around. It seems like finally history is maybe course correcting this last decade. who, who knows, <laughs> but it's crazy. College football playoffs of course start at the end of the year mm-hmm.
0: um and and between now and then, till I see you again, love me, Colin Ray right there. I just did that for you um there's going to be a lot of transfers happening. Uh, the transfer portal is going to make some news. Uh, news. It's crazy because Auburn's starting quarterback, he transferred. Uh, LSU starting quarterback transferred. These are big Southeastern
2: Conference college football programs. Well, you saw the one today, right? I did not. Uh, Spencer Radler is the new starting quarterback for the South Carolina Gamecocks.
0: So that impacts Midwest Oklahoma, which is now a member of the Southeastern Conference. Well, soon be. Oh. Yeah or soon will be yeah that's crazy stuff um who knows there was also a gaff uh and I got to give love of course to the other football uh the, the <coughs> Champions League draw was going to happen this is a big tournament i love this tournament and there was a big you know kind of mess up where they drew names for teams that were going to play and then they kind of pulled a Steve Harvey and said i was just kidding we got to do a redraw that happened this week too so I, I again hope everybody's having fun i hope your sports teams doing good uh Whatever that is, I really do. Um, you know, we're all three gamers and we all three like sports, so that's why we kind of dabble in that a little bit during this intro. Hmm. But um, what else you got, boys? Anything?
1: Um, something probably that nobody, I don't want to sell anybody short, but nobody <laughs> might really care about. But um just want to give a shout out to one of my favorite authors of the past 25 years, passed yeah. away this week, Ann Rice. Oh really? Um, I, I started I reading. That. She's uh, responsible for the Vampire Chronicles. Interview yeah. with a Vampire. Um, been reading her books since I was fifteen. Which at fifteen probably shouldn't have been reading her books, but at the same time, the, I mean, she was she was the kind of the ongoing series type author that I was introduced to. That later, you know, gave way to a lot of young adult books like you know Harry Potter and all this stuff. But hers was. She just had this amazing talent of world building and had this fresh look on, vam- on on vampires and the occult and witches that I'd never seen anybody do before, but just want to give a shout out. She'll be missed. Um, love her work. Um, and hopefully her son, Christopher Rice will maybe pick up the stories and continue the continue the legacy. I, I,
0: I just texted to my mom, you know, my mom's an avid book reader like yourself, <clears throat> and I didn't know if she knows she probably would have told me, hmm. um, but I'll
1: let her know. And then there you go.
2: Only thing As I you know.
1: I think it was Sunday morning when she passed away.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um. Only one I got Sunday night succession season three wrapped up and that show is still arguably the best acted and scripted show. I'd say right now on television, if you really have not watched this, like John, I would tell you to go watch it because Brian Cox is a tour de force this season. I mean, the what is this again? Succession. It's on HBO. Um, it's yeah. kind of like where he runs a. I guess the best like thing I could compare it to is uh news corp, right? Like when you think of Rupert Murdoch in the sense of like all the things that Rupert Murdoch controlled through the years, like, you know, he, he owned IGN at one point, um, yep. you know, things like that, where he's kind of the similar thing here and just. These are the worst people you will ever watch on TV. They make Walter White seem like an angel at times. Uh, but um, the last scene from this, I was like, man, that might be the best acting I've seen Brian Cox ever do. Like, he just owns it, that scene. It was it was damn good. I can't wait for that show to come back again.
1: Can he say that word?
0: I don't know. I was just going to let it marinate for a minute so people could <laughs> really hear it.
1: I was uh yeah.
2: I was talking about that Beaver Dam game, you know, where you yeah, build that dams. Yeah, we still.
0: Oh my goodness,
2: Beaver game, <laughs> Beaver game one of, rocks.
1: One of my favorite Anne Rice novels is Queen of the Damned. There you go. Got it in. That's a good tie-in. <laughs> there
2: it is. There it is. That's
1: nice.
0: Uh, I want to give a shout out real quick. Oh, D. White says same. Uh, Huck, what's up? It's it's been a while since we've seen your name. Um, but really good to see you today. At least as far as green font goes on a chat text you know because that's what you look like to me but hey once again everybody in twitch thank you so much i believe we're about to pivot over to the topic for this week so thank you thank you thank you and with that chris is bobbing his head Ladies and gentlemen, you made it. Whether you've been with us from the beginning and you you sat through the intro chat, that is, uh, to be quite honest, the best ever, right? Or if you just kind of fast forwarded right to here, we're here. We're at the topic for this week. And this is when I shut up. I look at Chris via uh, Discord and the cameras and all the things. And I say, Chris, this is where you come in and do the thing you do. And you tell the people what we're talking about, Chris.
2: The topic is Hello, infinite campaign.
0: Yeah.
1: Didn't we just cover this stupid game? We covered the multiplayer, sir. Oh, are we it, gonna, re- it was released next year. Are we going to cover it again when they finally release the co-op?
2: <laughs> we should do that. It's possible.
0: I mean, maybe, watch this. Come on! this is when we this is how we clap back at john and we say well maybe by then you have played it
1: well maybe by then you well have maybe. It. <laughs> i wish that would die away this whole clap back crap i'm such an old man this is old man chat this is old man chat but Welcome. stop with the clapping back stop that
0: it, it really hammers the point across I hate it so I'll It does. It it really <laughs> hammers.
1: Anybody who does that are Karens.
0: Ooh. No offense to all the Karens in the world. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're not going to have negativity in the chat. Uh, we're going to have mods possibly ban a guy in blue. His name is Mike uh, for saying "Halos Cash Trash." Well, we wouldn't Ooh. know that because we played it on Game
1: Pass. <laughs> <laughs>
0: awesome, Chris. Why don't you kick us off? Because uh, Chris, uh, I want you to tell everybody what you recently did today. Because it is kind of a feat. I was able to watch you via Discord. I could hear you during struggling or in this final battle,
1: and I saw doing, the there was huh? a the Shake weight.
0: Uh, <laughs> there was a yeah. There was a cool down spray, and Here's he deserved it. He was struggling. I got my cab fare. Um, yeah, he's good.
2: <laughs> but yeah, tell him, Chris. Uh yeah, I uh I finished the campaign today. Yeah, you did. I didn't think I was going to like w- it was not my intention yesterday when I went down a a path that it was going to put me on the path to finishing the game. But yes, I I did end up finishing the campaign uh a little bit before the show this afternoon. Uh and I can say That was a very fun journey and even though the campaign may be over, I definitely do not see myself leaving the world of uh, Halo Zeta or Zeta Halo, however it's said, uh, anytime soon because there's plenty for me to still go out there and do. And that is after I did a lot in that game since last Wednesday when it came out.
0: Yeah, I can't really speak on Halo 5 other than I know from what you and John said, it was super short. Yeah. The campaign kind of, it was kind of a, if I remember correctly, I don't want to misspeak, but John said it was a a pretty much a letdown. Um, I didn't play four either. I didn't. So I don't know how the game, I just can talk about, I've I've never played a Halo like this. Uh, There was a big stink made and I don't want to say stink, but people talked about, I was going to be an open world. Mm-hmm. How would that play out? You know, they released it in separate parts, like John alluded to. we we Chris played the m- multiplayer. We covered that. And then the campaign was released later. Um, yeah, so there's a lot of stuff that changed in Halo. But I got to be honest, and maybe this is a good way to, to kind of start just the conversation of it. Picking our, my controller up, and I'm sure you, you felt the same. And I think you even said this when you played the multiplayer. It felt like Halo. Yes. And who knew that we would be able to say that after the debacle of the first showing of this? Yeah. And the backlash, you know, that the internet and the fans gave and the whole delay in the game. What do you think
2: on that? Yeah. I think when you just go back and you look at the history of the development, where especially I know like Schreier had an article out on it last week as far as development and just like where they were in 2019 going, we don't know if we can get this game done this year or even by next year. And it was, you know, pretty clear once they had that disastrous first reveal of it um, with Craig, <laughs> everyone's favorite uh, elite ever or not elite, sorry, brute uh, to ever be in there Um, that, you know, <laughs> it, this could have ended up being a disaster. It would have not have shocked me. You had leads leave you, you know, you had all this, problems going on apparently they had to scale down the size of what their original outlook was and i could see certain parts where i'm like okay this is probably how they they handled certain issues um as far as uh development and and making the game work and i mean everyone forgets it's not like they had the freedom of just developing this for next gen pc you know they had to make this game still work on og xbox 1 right so fact that they were able to pull this off uh i give them a lot of credit because yeah it is i don't think this studio has really had a great history ever since it was first formed you know i no one would put halo 4 or halo 5 in there as being the definitive versions of halo i mean maybe john would i guess but most people will say three or (laughs) john loves four two or three yeah
0: two two for me and it's funny that a lot of i shouldn't say a lot i'll just name two real quick for me, Halo two and Assassin's Creed Two, it's like they have this big opening, these big franchises that we didn't know at the time would turn into what they turned into. Maybe we thought Halo would be. Halo already. Um, <laughs> yeah. But just the way it, it seems like it changed. You know? Uh fantastic. But I gotta tell you now, this Halo, I I I've I don't I'm so giddy about talking about it. I'm probably gonna ramble and I don't mean to. Mm-hmm. Um I I love uh if not everything, most of the things that they've done to this game. Uh and and I can't I, I think I think I think there's a negative that I've experienced and, and when we bring that up maybe in a little bit, you can kind of talk on it and see if it's something that I should count against it or if it's more of a service, not the game.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But man, it is it is a nice experience so far, you
2: know? Correct. I mean, I mean, it's, it's so good. It It's this thing like where, you know, I, I've kind of harped on it this year. I think that like, I've gotten to a point of open world games where they are wearing me down. Like it's not that I hate them. It's just that a lot of them are kind of going in the same direction where I feel like you just get a lot of bloat that isn't necessary to make a great game like every now and then you get the Spider-Man's you get the God Wars where they're a little bit tighter right they're more like yeah. you know they're they're like 20 to 30 hour experiences <laughs> instead of like you know like yeah. last year with Assassin's Creed where it was like just doing the basic game was like 50 to 70 hours right or yeah you know watchdogs. Speaking
1: of bloat, they announced new Assassin's Creed content. Yeah, right? They did, <laughs> right? I thought about you, yeah.
2: And I actually want to play that. You know? yeah, I was like, yeah. dang it, you made it free too. Um, but, you know, it, it's just, <laughs> I, I think they found the perfect thing for this, which is that even though it's an open world experience, for the most part, outside of like the last, Act, I would say of it which is kind of more of we're going and doing the story now it's it's Mm -hmm. more of even though it's an open world everything is just geared to being halo you know you're not going out there and necessarily going like oh here are these animals that are mystical that you could fight or Go collect these pages. You know, I'm trying to think like other things that you just see in a lot of these open world games. And of course, Assassin's mm-hmm. Creed, it's not an Ubisoft open world game. You know, like it's not so like you, Far Cry. You hate,
1: you hate Witcher. We got it. You <laughs> hate that game.
2: I mean, I love Witcher. It, it,
0: I mean, it's, it feels more like the most recent iteration of God of War <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: where like they still had cogs that you could collect. And if those, they put that there because they know people do like collecting. And then this game. Um, would you say the hardest thing to find would be like the
2: skull? Maybe the skulls, skulls. are always the hardest thing. Yeah, and they again, always are.
0: There's other stuff, audio logs and stuff. Yeah. And and I told Chris, like, I, I don't go searching for those. They, they, they do give you some, they kind of put them right in your way.
2: They put the most, Im- nice. they put the most important ones in obvious places where yeah. as long as like pretty much, if you go capture a forward operating base, there's always an audio log sitting there and it will give you, a good bit of information as far as what happened before the start of this game. So you're kind of getting an idea of what that story is, but like, they're not going to put the biggest secrets, you know, that you need to know to understand what the story of this game is in a place where I'm going over every inch of this map. If you want to do that, you can, Right. And, and, you know, the, the skulls, that's, again, that's something that is defined by halo that's been there since the very first one. And they've always hidden those. And, you know, so that to me, that just feels like I'm playing halo, but in a new way, whereas, you know, before I'm having to comb every part of the, the level looking vertically of like, okay, there could be something up there. Now it's more of like, where would I hide a skull if I had a whole entire open map (laughs) <laughs> to go yeah. put that exactly you have to think <laughs> yeah but i do love and you kind of you said that the way
0: that you choose to play halo now mm-hmm. it's it's an option there's a there's an open there's a map that pulls up in it i mean you could name the games that do this the far cries uh most recently uh gears did it kind of mm-hmm. kind of it was a i call it like a, a mini open world God of War, you know, these games that do it so well, we never knew you needed, like, a Zelda to be an open-world game until you got an open-world Zelda. <clears throat> I don't know now, and I, don't, I haven't played four or five, I don't know that I can play another Halo that's not set up like this, where I have my open-world element, where I can go do these many things. Think think, think the way, like, Spider-Man <clears throat> did on, on PlayStation. Uh, and I don't know if Miles Morales had the same setup or not. I can't it speak did. on that. If it did, think that. It kind of has that where there's main story beats that you can go straight to if you want to. I learned today and Chris kind of gave me some advice. All right. You choose to go normal straight to story. You're probably going to have a tougher time because some of the things they do outline for you and we'll highlight one of these is a, uh, is these kind of things you need to do because it makes you a better Spartan. It makes you a better master chief.
2: Yeah. Um, it, it's like the guns never get more powerful, right? But the encounters get more demanding. So yeah, It's kind of like the one thing you have that you definitely need to upgrade are like your shields, right? You can upgrade that where you get a boost to those and you've got uh, upgrades to your other equipment. The most notable, I think, that everyone's going to default to being the grapple hook. Um, But, you know, Master Chief, it's not like Master Chief all of a sudden gets a way more powerful assault rifle that wasn't there pretty much at the beginning. Right. You know, you have your MA 40, you have your battle rifle. uh, You know, those are, those are your assault rifles, right? You have your sniper rifle. You're not going to get some thing now where, you know, your sniper rifle does 30% more hit damage because you got this ability point put on there. Master chief is master chief from the start. And then it's just putting work in to upgrade his equipment and then more so unlocking more customization options to how you approach tactical situations. Yeah. Uh, mainly through your forward operating bases that you unlock as you go through the island. And then doing missions like helping out Marines that are, have been captured by the Covenant. Or, I'm sorry, the, uh, <laughs> what are they called here? Not the Covenant, but the... Uh, uh, Ban- the Banished. The Banished, thank you. Like, so, you know, they'll be holding five Marines. You can go rescue them. You get Valor. Eventually, you get enough Valor for doing that. It goes, you go back to your forward operating base, and now it's like, oh, well, now you can actually have Marines there that are equipped with better weapons. You can have, you can go ahead and just spawn yourself a sniper rifle or a bow rifle, right? That's about it. It's just giving you direct, like, what do you want to choose to go in your base game to, to start your mission of whatever your objective is. And then from there, of course, once you get into the fight of it, it's kind of traditional halo of adapt, use what's there to figure out yeah. how you overcome the obstacle. And there's no wrong, you know, response to any of that. Uh, whether you like them or not. Sorry, John, go ahead, bud. Uh,
1: can, I was about to ask about that. Can you, is there another game franchise one-off, whatever that handles gunplay the way that halo does with you basically don't get a choice of, this is the gun I prefer to use. Mm-hmm. I have to in, in, in the middle of a firefight, you basically have to John Wick it. You got to pick up a gun and do what you can with it. Is yeah. there another game that does that? No,
0: I, I'll say this while you think on that, Chris, a minute ago when I spoke on like, I use Zelda as an example of the way that halos changed. All Zeldas have always been open world. Zelda from Zelda one on, They've all had an open world feel. What I was saying on is this last Breath of the Wild, it was more kind of like Halo where it was, hey, you can go pick up a sword or you can go pick up a club. It's going to break on you. Kind of like how Halo, you're going to run out of bullets. You're going to have to pick up a needler or a plasma gun or like Chris told me today, buddy, go find the big A hammer.
2: Yeah, he was, like, struggling. He was legit. (laughs) He was struggling. I was like, I just don't know how to get this boss. And I was like, well, scan the world real quick. He shared his video, and I saw a hammer. I was like, pick up that gravity hammer, man. I think it's OG. Is Wolfenstein a good example? I mean, yeah. I think, like, to me, those are games where, you know, even though you upgrade the guns, I guess, to some extent, right? Like, in Doom Eternal, like, you get upgrades as far as that. But, like, that is the way, in a way, like, where you're going, and all of a sudden, oh, okay, I'm low on shotgun ammo or whatever, this weapon's ammo. There's something else there. Let me pick up that plasma gun, and now I'm using this because this is what's here in the scenario. Um, Micah actually makes a point, you know, like Battle Royales by default are kind of designed by that, where it is, you know, you get zero choice. You Whatever's on the map, wherever you spawn to, you have to make do until you get something better in, you know, I guess the good thing is that usually once you do, you kind of earn enough ammo where you're probably going to have enough for the match unless it's like a rocket launcher or whatever.
0: Yeah. One thing I do like, and you guys can speak on this because I, again, once again, didn't play four or five. The way the, the ammo is replenished. That's new to me. Is that, yeah. is that a new, that's new to halo. Yeah. So what, what I mean by that is, so like, you know, your classic rifle, it uses a certain kind of ammo. If you pick up a plasma gun, It uses plasma ammo. So they got these little stations and sometimes they're readily available. Sometimes they're not. And it's because Halo wants you to go. Do you really like that gun you have? Are you willing to put it on your shoulder and pick up a secondary weapon in -hmm. hopes that you find this this replenishing station? Or are you going to adapt like John said you need to do? And Chris is bobbing his head. Are you going to drop it and go, oh, I really don't want to drop that, but I got to live. And it makes you make some hard decisions like that. It it reminds you grenades are important. Um, and then it really does a good, and Chris Mm -hmm. talked about this earlier. It really, it introduced these abilities and you all, you all have seen the grappling hook and things like that, but it doesn't feel like it's wasted. Yeah. Each of them have an importance and they, they kind of, the way they introduce you to them, maybe they're important for right then and there, but you, because you have the ability to, to find ways to continually upgrading those. They stay relevant through the whole game. And as a matter of fact, Chris has said a few times what he recommended that I kind of focus on, not that some were more important to the others, but ultimately to get through the challenges, I might need to think about doing this.
1: So so the grappling hook is new to Halo. Right. But as we've seen in across games, grappling hooks are a dime a dozen. I mean, they're just a common... So what what makes what makes the, the the grappling hook a game changer for Halo? It's
2: just movement, man. Like, yeah, it, it makes Master Chief fluid.
0: Yeah, I don't know how else to say it. There's a wall, I need to get up it. I'm up. And you normally Master Chief could jump higher. He could do certain things <clears> that that he could do because he's the chief. But I was gonna say mods banned that guy, but our head effing mod isn't here, so Chris took care of him. Um <laughs> yeah, it's, that's a good point. It's kind of like doom with the mechanic, but there is a cooldown and and I'll go ahead and speak on that so the grappling hook is one that's really prominent and when you watch you know the trailers or how they promoted the game or whatever, the way they kind of make it to where you need to earn it earn things to make it better is some of the cores you find that Chris talked about earlier they help you with that cooldown, yeah, so you can use it more and they also add something to it that makes it a little more deadly. If you decide maybe not to point it at a, a mountain or a wall, but you point it right at somebody. I mean, it's nice.
2: It, it's just like, it gives you more. I, I would say the most verticality <laughs> I've ever seen in a halo game. Right. Because, Does it ever
1: explain why you have it?
2: Because it's master chief, John. And if he wants a grappling hook, he'll have a grappling hook. That's just the way that is. I mean, he has it from the start, right? Like it's it, the opening cutscene, You see him yeah. with it. Um But You know, as far as this, like it, it just feels so good. Like, especially you don't, you don't get flying vehicles and stuff in this till pretty far in the game. And you would think having a big open area where, you know, yeah, sure you get warthogs and all that, and you can go around, but like you really are going around Rocky areas, looking for things, trying to get to a height advantage that it would be a pain. This grappling hook just feels so good because, The good thing it does is if you're aiming up, right? Like just the side of the mountain straight up and you look up when you get to the end of it, it carries forward your momentum. And then when you're hanging there waiting for it to recharge, you kind of go up, you float for a second, you know, have that zero G moment and then you go grapple again and you continue to propel yourself upward, upward. So like I've gone up like these mountains, like when you think of like a halo level, You've never had this kind of verticality, this like kind of option that you could do. Like I've gone to cliffs. that are probably 400 feet above the thing I'm trying to attack. And then just been able to like look down and go, well, I've got this sniper rifle. So let me just go ahead and so let's Elite, have some fun. <laughs> bam, bam, you know, and go ahead and start to thin out the herd before I go in more direct. Right. Like so where maybe some of the biggest yeah. uh, bads are already gone because I've used that to my advantage. You
0: know. And to highlight that point just a little bit more, I've never remembered or I've never, can I say that's stupid. I don't remember a time in Halo where one, they put something so high up or in a weird spot. So I've got it on my map and I'm going, I'm going to go there next. I mm-hmm. hop in a warthog or a Razorback and I'm, and I get there and I go, Oh crap. It's up there. Mm-hmm. And, and then you get to use, you go, it's, it's okay. I got a grappling hook and you're going to have some hits and some misses and maybe you fall, but it, if you pay attention and you do a little bit more exploring uh there is a trail you could follow so they give you options to do these things and that's what i like about it does and, the
1: warthog it, still drive the same
0: it it's really hard
1: so, i mean my, my my brain does not work that way yeah i'm constantly <laughs>
2: dying if fl- they got to flip it and people are like come on chief i guess i've 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 had <laughs> my on, I've had, you know, like that, um, what was it they say, 10,000 hours to become a master at something. So I've done my time through the last 20 years of Halo, of of flipping warthogs and having that disaster in matches where my teammates are like, come on, man. Uh, So that's a great
0: question. We're talking about the grappling hook, and it's a feature. Uh, But earlier, Chris mentioned that it's it's more, or I'll say it now, it's more of a utility. So you always have your gun and your grenades. Uh, but you end up getting different things that can take the place of the grappling hook
2: that you learn to change out pretty fast, depending yeah. on your scenario. So, oh. yeah, so yeah, I, you might. It's yeah, it's pretty cool. They're all the ones from that you can get in the multiplayer, um, as drops. And the cool thing about them is like because it's a single player, you get more experience or ways to experiment with them, and because they don't have to be worried about you know having something so overpowered that it pisses off the opposing player right who's going against you it's more of Mm -hmm. letting them actually be the best benefit to you the best being like I think if you've played the multiplayer we would all agree for those who have that the the drop shield in multiplayer is awful it's like the most useless thing because it just two shots and it starts to break down so it's just like what What am I preventing here? not much um but on the other hand, in this you know as you level it up through those cores, it becomes a lifesaver sometimes like you i've I've had battles with those uh hunters where I am tossing that sucker down, just trying to get my shield up for <laughs> a yeah. minute before uh before they rain hell down on me and and all that so you know uh but you have that you have like the um he has like a ping ability he can do which is mainly the big use for it is you'll have leads, of course, that go camo and you're invisible. Yeah. And you throw the ping down and you can see them. Yeah. You can see them. And that's important because if not, they will charge you and, and kill you with that sword yeah. in one hit. Uh, and then the other one is a thruster ability. So you can kind of dodge left or right, which again is like really useful for things like hunters when they're lobbing all those, large like splashes at you or if like you have someone who has a hammer you know like because pretty much usually I think the hammer is dead on if they hit you dead on you're gonna die um but yeah if you can just dodge a little bit you'll at least dissipate it down to like where you only take half damage on your shield or you'll just completely get out of the shot altogether and be able to regroup and you it takes a little bit of getting used to because you basically cycle through these on the d-pad But the good thing is, is that you can chain them together where you could sit there and drop your drop shield. And then quickly, while before you fire again, once that's up, switch back to your, uh, your grappling radar or your grappling hook. Yeah. Yeah. So if people break through, you can get the hell out of Dodge just as quickly as possible. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And and as far as the balance goes, like Chris said, there are some, there's some, there's some, (laughs) there's some bad guys that will put some stank on you quick. Yeah. Um, there's, there's, I don't know if this mob has been around for a while, but they chase you. Yeah. Kind of like a really heavy, angry zombie, but they're not zombies and they're, they're very aggressive. Uh, and it kind of panics you for a minute and it makes you think, how do I, you, you learn how to, you know, fight them pretty easy, but it, it's, it's cool to see the diverse, uh, one of the highlights from the game. Chris pointed this out really good today in, in a private chat, but was more of listening to the dialogue of the grunts. <laughs> It's the best. It's been a while. It it is a true. (laughs) It's 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 a highlight. Um, it it really adds to the the whole experience in this Halo world. We don't want to spoil any stories. I don't think, but it as far as I've read, or I think you guys have told me, it kind of starts right towards what the end of five. Right, kind of. No, there's no no
2: no. there's there's been a time jump. So for those who played five. And know the ending. I don't know. Can we spoil the end of five? As far as I kind of, thing? I will take my
1: headphones off. I don't even remember. Oh, I mean, and I guess that kind of, if I could kind of caveat my, let me wedge my question in there. Yeah. Um, one of the things since three four three took over, it seems like there's there's been a real struggle with story continuity. Like the like Halo Four doesn't matter to Halo Five. And Halo mm. Five doesn't matter to Halo Infinite. It always seems that way, mm-hmm. uh, particularly, particularly, and, and as a, and as another caveat to that, the branding and the marketing that that Halo does, particularly with Halo Five, I was listening to I was listening to story podcasts in anticipation of Halo Five. Yeah, watching I remember the that. Ad, <laughs> watching the ads in 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 relation to Halo Five, and none of it, none of the ad campaigns, none of the podcasts, nothing, none of the buildup mattered to Halo Five. Yeah. Like the story was just non-existent compared to what they eventually did. So I, it's always felt like to me, 343 has never had a good handle on story continuity. Really? Is that fair?
2: The I think the only thing that they've really kept from four through even this is kind of the struggle of Cortana and Chief's relationship, mm-hmm. right? Like that was the big, Sean, take off your headphones right now. Cause I mean, this is just, it's been six i'm years. gonna take them off yeah but i'm still here spoilers yeah spoilers if you really care about halo 5 which is not that grave a story <laughs> but uh at the end of halo 5 if everyone remembers, so in halo 4 cortana starts to go bad because she's having rampancy and begins you know there's a fear because she's been serviced service too long that she's going to you know corrupt herself basically in five that eventually kind of happens in the manifestation of that is basically she comes a rogue ai that takes over and starts to like wipe out the usnc uh tries to trap chief away for a century i think is what her goal was and um she you know is teaming up with all the ais in the universe basically okay so john can come back now i'm trying to signal he can come back now that's That's in the spoilers for those. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But now, so going into this one. Yeah. So at the end of those events, we've now fast forward. And this is actually after, I believe, Halo Wars 2, which is when the Banished kind of first get introduced into the game. uh, As far as that, like where their origins come from. And even here, like you have an opening scene, which I won't spoil. And then we're kind of again moving forward in time again, and it's it's kind of trying to figure out okay what happened between those that moment that opening cinematic we saw to the point where everyone who's seen the trailer of Chief floating in space kind of right I'm gonna tell you right now uh, I I
0: don't I have no idea mm-hmm. I didn't know but I feel like they did a great job mm-hmm. to let me know it was major yeah. what happened before and 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 the pacing from that moment on it felt like i have a job (laughs) and i need to do it and it's gonna be tough
2: yeah i mean the first foremost thing of this is i would say is chief is like i have to stop the banish because if i don't people will die you know that obviously is where he is but there is a deeper story and connection um between you know especially the relationship of uh was it pilot echo 216 the guy who finds you um the weapon who's you know a new ai and i'll let you discover everything about that and uh you know and the person that you would expect for it to be some way involved right and i think like without saying too much they definitely are pivoting away from what they were saying up in four and five, right? Going like this part of it doesn't matter. This is the part that did matter. Let's work on this and kind of figure out where do we take Halo in the future? Because as the future, future. You know, uh, For those who are unaware, like they've said, this is the next game. This is the only Halo that's coming out at least for a decade if they hold true to it. In that this Which is kind is crazy. of crazy. Yeah, they're Expl- going.
1: Explain that. How does that work
2: from my understanding? They're going to this as being a games of service type thing. And it will be similar to how destiny is like where you'll get those expansions on story, say every two years or whatever. And I don't know what they haven't really said specifically, but they've, they, you know, you should not expect in three years, halo seven infinite two to infinity and beyond. I don't know. (laughs) Well,
0: what's really funny. And, and I hope people understand if you're a destiny hater, Mm. I don't mean the bad parts of Destiny. This felt so far like I'm playing what a good version of the structure of a Destiny game would be. It's probably- and I love Destiny. I love the way it's laid out. I don't like kind of the new stuff they've done with mm-hmm. you know choices with dungeons. But as far as I, I at one point was like, wow, this kind of feels like Halo and Destiny together. And, and <laughs> I mean that in the best way. It's like, oh wow, wonder why that is. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, exactly. But I mean, you can't knock uh the, for me I was going to say the story has been fantastic. Yeah. Because because I didn't know what was going on. I'm trying to figure it out and and I know there's there's a really bad thing that really wants to kill me. Yeah. Um
2: <laughs> I will say so, if you've never played Halo at all, you are going to get lost in this. They do not really hold your hand too much, you know. They give you the beats I would say from four and five that you really need to know um, as far as when you need to know them and be told. Right. But I don't think you're going to hit as much as someone who has played all these and understands the relationships at hand. Um, And also just without, again, spoiling, I guess it's too late to say that Jen Taylor would win awards for best voice acting for this year. If, she should be nominated next year cause she is pulling like triple duty in this game and all of it is good. You know, one of them's really on Hal- Halsey's only in there for a little bit, but you know, but what she does with the weapon in, in the other major character that she's always played, <laughs> uh, you know, okay. it nails mainly the weapon being like her performance as the weapon is, is just perfect to me. Like it was one of the most interesting. Things. Are you in love with the weapon? I want to the weapon. So <laughs> bad. the weapon. Right. Yeah.
0: Um That's but nice. yeah. But Isn't it that looked, what
1: you're calling your Richard now, Sean.
0: No, never call it that. That seems aggressive. Mm.
1: As opposed uh, to calls back all the other <laughs> names
0: that I've ever done. Uh but yeah, it's I love it. I mean, it just feels like I'm back in time on what a Halo game feels like, and it feels so good. It um, feels so good. It feels nice. It, and if you've got Games Pass, you already know. Get the game. Yeah. Uh, and there were some questions in chat. Is it worth the,
2: if you don't got Game Pass price tag? I'm going to say, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you rush through this, if you just did the story and somehow were able to get through, you're that good at Halo that you don't need better armor or whatever upgrades to your core abilities and you just want to do story missions. That's it. I guess it would probably take you about eight to nine hours. Right. Which is kind of standard. But when you factor in everything, I think you could easily get anywhere between 20 to 40 hours, depending on like how deep you want to go down the rabbit hole. Oh and, yeah. And do everything. And, and just to get one, our big thing here, I got a shout out, not just enemy AI, enemy AI is always great in halo usually. And it's very good. Like if you're weak, they're going to try to flank you. You know, if, if they're there's a brute behind them grunts, they're a lot more aggressive Dude. than when they're by themselves. Right. They're, they are so smart. Yeah. And snipers are devastating. Yeah. They will try to pin you down if you get behind the rock. But the other big AI that I have to give a shout out. And I actually started doing this a lot as I unlocked more and more things. Right. Um, was the actual AI of your marine soldiers that you get as you unlocked more variations of them? There is a Warthog that you, variation you get that's called the Razorback, I believe, where instead of like having a machine gun or rocket launchers or anything on the back, it holds the ability to basically for Chief to drive around five uh Marines with him, right? Yeah, it's, and it's BA. And as you start to get, like, more and more, like, where, you know, you could have one that's a sniper, one that's riding with a shoddy, one that has a, a rocket launcher, right, and one just with a standard uh, MA-40, you could just go into, like, camps against basic, you know, like, basic gaming camps. And dominate. Just drive around. Let them just it's dominate awesome. them. In, like now, now, you spoke on the AI. Mm-hmm. It's funny because the AI of the Marines, when they're trying to get in the Razorback at sometimes, Yeah, they're a little slow to get in. But once they get <laughs> yeah. in, they're doing their thing. And what's good is if you do get out of it, right, and you have that dude that's doing the rocket launcher, if he uses up his ammo mm-hmm. and he sees another rocket launcher over there, he's running over and picking it up. He's, you know, he's doing what he's supposed to. But, yeah, they are really, really freaking good. Like, I was surprised just how good that <laughs> <Paul>. was. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna
0: call that guy Carl. He just goes and lays down. He doesn't get in the Razorback on time. You you highlighted the Razorback. There's another one that's an enemy. Um, so it's kind of like uh, it's you get in it and it's got like this grinding wheel on front of it. Mm. I was just going around mowing down the bad guys. With yes, it. it was that was fun, but I mean it it is a pure joy. To, to be able to, to cover this game for you guys. I love the way that they're taking this franchise. The music is outstanding. The Halo gunplay feels like Halo gunplay. Mm-hmm. The story is not the, the bootleg Halo 5 story that John loves so much. Um, and Yeah, I highly recommend it to anybody who owns an Xbox or a PC that can play it on PC Game Pass.
2: Yeah, I think my only knock on the game at this moment is the save system that's that's a really about it oh yeah that yeah explain what you mean by that so it's the, yeah <laughs> it's not so much that you can't replay missions that kind of sucks but i get it it's an open world game that might be harder to do and they say that's coming so cool whatever but more so like unlike other halo games or really most games there's no point where you can actually just save your game. And also there's no point where like, if you die and you get a bad respawn that you can go into your, your save history, like especially like auto save history and yeah. back up and go, okay, let me restart from here. So I had the second to la- last boss and Sean and Mike watched my anguish. They thought I was raging and I was because not because I didn't know how to beat it, But because I had accidentally gotten trapped and died, and when I respawned, I was starting where the autosave was, which was right next to the enemy who's got this big freaking hammer. And it was basically a 50-50 attempt of will Chris get out of harm's way before the hammer kills him. So it would just be continuous <laughs> recycle and there's nothing you yeah. can do about. The only thing you can is to just quit the game completely and load back. And usually it will default to a more standard yeah. like checkpoint, like restart the whole entire battle again or whatever. But you know, the fact that like I, I was getting upset on heroic with this. I can't imagine someone playing legendary, trying to beat this and being in that situation where it probably is always going to be an instant kill one shot and one there's no, jump, yeah there's nothing they can do that would irritate me to hell so I think that's probably my biggest complaint going through um I'll
0: highlight what I had I run I run across mm-hmm. I was doing the streaming mm-hmm. from the Xbox app on my PC so I had my console stream to my computer definitely wasn't while I was working or anything and I would have it freeze up I don't know if it was the streaming service itself but when I would cut it off and disconnect my my Xbox was still kind of frozen. I'd have to close the game down. Yeah. I don't know what that was. I don't know. It did it was a quick kind of restart because the system is lightning fast even if you have a Series S like I do. So uh that's it. Uh I'm I'm very high marks on this game. Like uh, unless uh I, I'll tell you right now you Chris has beat the game and you haven't heard him mention that the ending let him down in any way. No, I saw uh, his hands go up and then I saw his face as he watched the closing, whatever it was. Uh, so I, I don't think I'm going to be let down and I'm going to, if I give a Richard, I'm going to have that in mind.
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah, those last moments for those who've gone the ride and have cared about the chief and Cortana, I would say, um, I really appreciate the ending that they did and where they kind of where I could see where I'm like, okay, this is where we're going. And I I see like what you're probably doing next and I'm totally fine with it. You know, I can't wait. (laughs) Keep, keep making it like this. (laughs) Do good. (laughs) Three, four, three.
0: That's funny. So, uh, John, do you have any follow ups? Anybody in chat have any questions for us? Um, before we slap them out, I'm going to, I'm going to put one out there. I'm going to, I'm going to do it. Mm. I don't care. John, do you have anything? Do I think it was worth the delay? Uh, if there was any other iteration of this game that would have been out, it's, it's kind of hard to speak on, but I'm going to say, yeah, I think it's worth the delay.
2: If they got it this good. I would say yes. I mean, yeah. I think the only thing you could say maybe in a perfect world, they wouldn't have last year said it's coming 2021 and kept their mouth shut. And it would have been maybe easier for Phil to be like "Multiplayer is coming this fall. The campaign will be coming next spring and they could have launched with co-op, which is nice because I never felt like I was losing something without being able to play with Sean. But there are also points where I'm like, it would be fun to like have Sean and John and like Jeff in here and just, you know, see what kind of chaos we could create together. Right. So I do kind of wish that, but at the same time, I, I think it was the right decision for sure to delay this game because it looks way better than it ever did in that preview. They showed from two years ago. Uh, how long until you hit the open
0: world Herms germs, by the way, shout out to Herms germs. First time chat. Wanted to mention that Chris did not have a Christmas tree behind him, and it's quite upsetting. But, Chris, how long did it take to get past that opening? The opening is legit. It's not just an opening mission. It feels like more than that, but you eventually, in a very organic and uh, natural way, kind of get put out to an open-world environment. What do you say? That's
2: about three or four hours? I don't know if it's that long. I think it's like about an hour to an hour and a half.
0: Okay. yeah. Yeah. No more than two hours.
2: Yeah. I don't I don't remember it like you do kind of the first mission that is feels like kind of traditional Halo, actually. Like that's probably the most traditional Halo level in the whole entire game. And then you have one little part before you have that I would call it the Skyrim moment, right? Where you walk out and all of a sudden here is a world go play.
0: Yes. It's <laughs>
2: that the way that they do that too, I want to speak on that.
0: They mm-hmm. go from the classic Halo level Mm. To a quick cinematic where you kind of see Chief well, and you no longer have control of them, mm. and then like Chris said, it's a very Skyrim-ish. Hey, here it is. Yeah. Or we're in the big world, and now we're bringing it back in for the next kind of like closed area. It's it's fantastic.
1: Final uh, final question for me, um, and Chris, this is mainly for you since you've played all of them. Mm-hmm. But, but Sean, I want to hear what you have to say too. Um, best Halo game since which one. And I, I want to preface that with, you know, I, I'm hearing, I'm hearing the energy for this game to be super hype, like Halo's back, Halo's back. Yeah. And I know, and I know this doesn't paint the full picture because context and time that these games came out, um, that falls into the equation, but if you look at Metacritic scores, mm-hmm. these things from Halo Four to Halo Five to this one are pretty much the same in mm. in, in that in, in that critics thought pretty much the same about them as an aggregate. Mm. But we look so we look down we we kind of turn our nose up at Halo Four and Halo Five for whatever reason, me being the same. I thought the campaign was too short. This, this, or that, and the other. But with that question, why do you think that is? And is this the best? And this, and this is the best Halo game since what game? I
2: would say, I mean, I, all the Bungie ones are good. Reach is so different because it is like, you know, you're playing as Spartans, you're playing together. It's meant to be a co-op experience. And, You're also like not a Spartan in the way that, you know, of course, Master Chief is a Spartan, right? Um, So I kind of feel that it's the only I'd say it's the best since three is probably the best way I would say. it. I don't think it's as great as, you know, I I don't think you could say this one story is as great of an arc as the first three games. And, And to be fair, like there is no part of this that is as memorable as like the library from the original. Was it? or from Halo 2, right, where the flood first show up, and you're like, oh, dang, this just got crazy real fast. Um, But, you know, I I think the reason why this is different from the others is that, no offense, I think those reviewers, there is a little bit of bias that comes in of, like, Halo is supposed to be great, and therefore we're going to give it certain passes on things. I think they weren't getting so much a pass on the story or whatever. People were kind of like, yeah, it's okay. It is what it is. We'll see where it goes. They were more so getting a pass on everyone saw them trying to make adjustments to make Halo's multiplayer something it really wasn't, where it was trying to figure out how do we be like Call of Duty because Call of Duty is the king now, and you you have to adapt was kind of the argument. Here it feels like in this one the reason why it's so different is not only do you get a much better story, um, experience than I think either four or five give you, but on top of that, you also get this multiplayer that is feels like core Halo at its best abilities and is unapologetic about that. You know, and saying like, "Look, you want to go play Call of Duty? Go play Call of Duty. This is Halo, and this is what we do. And you know, this is why it's fun." Because there's really nothing like it out there except Halo.
1: Sean, Chris said that well.
0: Yeah, I don't think I want to add or take away from anything he just said.
2: For real, and so I just want
1: to. So you're saying that the critics for this game aren't biased this time.
2: I think they are. Are you no, trying to start a pot? No, you no, you that's a, that's only on Zelda and uh, Mario and anything Nintendo. And he started back. You see what you did
0: controversy now all of a sudden i mean uh, I, I do we all, all we, naughty dog games now i, I would do just wanna, say
2: we all have biases and it's easy to sometimes not look at those but you know i, I think like now it's kind of that thing when you hear people talk about halo 5 now if they did give it a good review like high remarks they kind of are like maybe i should have been maybe i had a little bit of rose-colored glasses on at the time you know
1: yeah. i mean that's the skyward sword attitude as well i mean yeah um yeah
0: yeah, you know, yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, 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 man, man, man. Favorite moment, just, I mean, as an aside, a favorite moment of all time in Halo mm. was in Halo 4, the first time Master Chief ever saw a Forerunner. That moment <laughs> terrified me. I mean, because you look at Master Chief and he's this tall, huge dude. Nobody's going to mess with him. Then you see him in comparison to a Forerunner and you're like, oh my gosh, these guys are serious. Mm-hmm. You know, I know your favorite moment, you know, give the covenant back its gun or bomb or or whatever.
2: That's pretty good. I mean, shoot, there's like a moment even here that's still a good nod to it. Where uh, was he? He says early on, these like uh, Echo looks at me. He's like, what are you going to do? All you got is a pistol with one round. He's like, it's enough. And then he goes, but how? I'll improvise <laughs> and just goes yeah. off and <laughs> he's very, you know,
0: dead point. just deadpan master chief. Right. He's like, what am I going to do? Am I going to not go back? Cause I got one bullet. No, I'm going to find something <laughs> to throw at somebody. And I'm going to tackle somebody if I got to, but I'm going to do it.
1: Yeah. Steve Downs has got to be the most unique voice in video game voiceover. Who's that?
0: <laughs> got him.
2: This is Steve Downs, the voice Neither of master chief. <laughs> yeah. Finish this fight uh richards yeah you go first buddy um i am gonna go with i think 9.5 for now um i don't want to call it a 10 because the save stuff does really worry me and i also would say that um the back half as i said you kind of suddenly get tunneled in and once you do it's like Buckle yeah. up, Buckaroo, because you ain't going to do anything else. You told me. Yeah, you said it's going to ask you a question. You better be ready. No, no, they don't even ask you a question. That's the thing. Like if they had told oh. me, and said like, "Hey, FYI, if you go this, there's no, tur- there's no point where they give you like a, a turning back moment, right? Like on them, and therefore, yeah. there's there's that, and then yeah, it's like I I do think like while I don't think it holds it back, it just kind of sucks that we're talking about a Halo game and you don't have co-op you know because that was a disappointing point i actually also with uh with five you didn't have four player co-op for that one and it it was like screaming for it right you had two teams of four why wouldn't you have four player co-op for that game they didn't do it for whatever reason
1: does this game set up co-op well or is it just a single player master chief game
0: I think you no do. no because uh, in some of the points uh, we talked about those forward operating bases, mm-hmm. FOB for short, uh, and, and there's some scenarios where you have to save some some people. <clears throat> yeah. Those people are outstanding to go get, which could be other real life people in theory.
1: So there's other Spartans in the game. Is that what you're saying?
0: Nope, didn't say that.
1: Wow. Well, so what's the, where's the co op come in? I mean, I think in the gear, co- in gears you have a team with you. You know, yeah. And, in Halo 5, you've got a team with you. Where's the team that's going to just? tell you on that. I mean,
2: I the, the way it was, Spoilers. In, I mean, going back to three, when 3 Don't get first, mad at me. When it first Spoilers. came in, um, 3 pretty much just said, we don't care because we get it. You just want to fight and have this, right? And it'd be fun. And I think that's the point here. Like, People are not going to get upset if everyone's Master Chief. What they're going to get upset is if I put four players in and you don't scale it up where the four of us feel the pain from us. Like, yeah, we might be four master chiefs, but you know how there are two hunters now. Now there's eight. Good luck. <laughs> you know, things like that. Yeah. That's, that's what's what people like about it.
0: I, and I've never, I've never felt like master chief should be the, and this, I'm going to sound way out there. When I say this from the campaign, like point, I've never wanted it to be a co-op. I know you guys have always said five felt like it should be the co-op. I've always wanted to just be master chief, but I wanted gears to be co-op other games to be co-op, if that makes sense. But that could go to my, you know, (laughs) knowledge of not playing three or I'm sorry, four and five. I don't know. Yeah. So that's, that's my personal feel on it. Um, My, uh, (laughs) we got a troll in chat. We need to call pest control. Mm-hmm. Uh, to get that out of there, um, but I, I got to leave it. This is a working score. It's it's at least a nine, but I want to give it a little nine. more. Nine. Um. So yeah, I can't just do my classic. You know, nine. I want to give it like a nine point two five, and a lot of that comes from the save system. Mm-hmm. It comes from that I haven't really played the multiplayer, but I don't care. I don't care. That's how much I personally am enjoying Halo again. And it's weird because I did have memories of playing Halo Reach with Chris in my apartment back in the day. I do have memories of when I first met my wife playing Your Halo wife. Two. Your wife. and and that's good stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, that's nostalgia. And when a game can bring up nostalgia while also making you feel like it's a new, fresh thing, I think it's it's meant for greatness. And I can't wait to finish and uh, finish this <laughs> fight. Huh?
2: I said finish this fight
0: right and it's hard it's a challenge there's no ogres yet but they're close (laughs) they're coming just saying you'll know (laughs) you'll know
2: uh you guys want to do some news john on the audio podcast is shaking his head yes and no yes (laughs) john yeah he's doing it that's a twitch exclusive it's not twitch exclusive yes john would like to do some news (laughs) Uh, hey don't you
1: i I play halo look at me look at me well yeah
0: we thought you know we love you john
2: there news hot off the press and straight to your ears weekly games chat presents the news News.
0: yeah this news Uh, we're going to kick off this week. Uh, John's going to tell us all about the winners from the Games Awards. And you got to start off first with Sean, because Sean won. Uh, you guys tied, I believe. But then you gave me the nod, because I guess that Keanu and, oh girl, were are going to be there. That's I specifically true. said that. You did say that. I did say that. But now I'm, I'm messing. I'm just messing with John a little bit. John,
1: tell us about the winners, buddy. Let me tell you the winners for the Game Awards. Do I I don't need to go over what the nominees were again, do I?
0: No. I would say no, just would the, say... The, the thing and who won.
1: All right. We're going to start with multiplayer. Uh, best multiplayer. Uh, the Game Awards. Uh, it takes two. For role-playing. Uh, <laughs> that sounds like a sexual thing. Uh, for best role-playing game, uh, Tales of Arise. For best action-adventure game, Metroid Dread. Hey. for best action game returnal for best indie kina bridge of spirits yeah for best performance maggie robinson of um, the of <laughs> maggie robinson for playing um lady Dimitrescu in resident evil village uh musical score music uh slash score near replicant art direction uh best art direction was Deathloop. best narrative with marvel's guardians of the galaxy Uh, best game direction was Deathloop, and for game of the year it takes two took home the award for best game so congratulations to all the winners Um, guys any shocks any surprises here
2: i feel dumb that i didn't realize that uh guardians of the galaxy was gonna win narrative because i should have seen that i felt dumb i was like that is the best part of that game is its (laughs) script (laughs) so but um you know happy for it takes two. good for them
0: yeah i don't i don't remember anything kind of oh i think uh i didn't think narrative yeah i didn't think i yeah i didn't think narrative i didn't i think that was a shock to me when they won that was the true i went wait what but
2: it's fine you didn't play that yet right though so, I haven't played yeah. it. It's on uh, the old Christmas list. Yeah,
1: it's it's funny when Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy beats out a uh, narrative driven game called Life is Strange. Right, right, right. <laughs> Which I thought was a
0: lock for that game, if you guys remember.
2: Mm.
1: Um, Life is Strange. It's not mentioned here, but I think Life is Strange uh, won uh, Games for Impact.
2: Yes, um, I think you're right.
1: Why yeah. it did, I don't really know because I haven't played the game, but. Um, there's that. There's yeah. that. It well, takes the, 2 really surprised me for game of the year. I, I didn't think. It didn't me. Had it. I didn't it. think it would I didn't think it would get it. I thought <laughs> I thought any of the I thought I thought any of them except It Takes Two and Ratchet um had a shot. In fact as the as the night was progressing, hmm. I thought it was I thought it was going to be Psychonauts 2.
2: Cuz I I
0: thought it was going to be uh <laughs> the Bethesda game. I think I haven't played.
2: <laughs> in retrospect, I'm like it, I guess it kind of, I should have seen it because it is the kind of thing you give, like one of the reasons you give them game of the year where you're like, <laughs> this is a studio for just being honest, progressively is doing more every time. Right. And this is easily their most game game that they've made. So it's like, yeah, here you go. You know, plus Joseph Ferris, who didn't want to see Joseph Ferris get up there and say, what he said, Because it's just always entertaining. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah,
0: and he he totally Joseph us. It was great.
2: Yes, yes.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's like every. It felt like that Scorsese thing where it's like, what's Ferris going to do this year at the Game Awards? What wacky thing is he going to say? So he's always been this prevalent presence at the Game Awards, and it's like they gave him an award for it. Finally. Well, no, hold on. I don't mean. Yeah, fix that statement. I'm I'm not saying. That it takes two didn't deserve it. I'm just saying that, you know, it's like the it's like Ferris is like Kojima number two. He's just <laughs> there. He's always in the in the presence of the game awards.
2: They should um well, the you know where yeah. sign should have been? Because it was pretty clear they were only putting people up there once, right? It seemed like, and then they would just put them on list. And we hadn't seen him all night. And there was plenty of points where you could have been like, family game. They won, right? So here, if he's not going to win game of the year, why not have him come up and talk real quick or, you know, multiplayer game? Why not have him come talk about that? That should have keyed us in that we had seen Arcane talk. We had seen Returnal, uh, you know, Resident Evil with the uh, best actress. You know, at least we got to hear from her um, dread, right? But we had not seen him the whole night or Psychonauts because Psychonauts didn't end up winning anything, Um that it probably would be one of those two.
0: What I loved is that uh, we got to hang out with viewers on Twitch. Um, and I like when we get to do things like that. So that I remember I remember that the most, you know, from this particular Game Awards. I really will. Mm-hmm. And I remember the fact that John hates anything that Joseph Fiennes does.
2: I like how he's Joseph Fiennes now.
0: Yeah, that's going to be his official name. <laughs> uh, he didn't play It Takes Two. Hates on it. And he didn't play play it. Uh, what's the other game he had? The way out. A way out.
2: John, we could play it together. I need to, I
1: need to keep a list of of people. Everybody thinks I hate.
2: <laughs> <laughs> John, you know we could play it. Takes two if you want. I would gladly play that game with you. I'll play a way out with you,
0: and let mm-hmm. you see the ending and and all that comes with it. Still heard about that, by the way. Right. Um, Sorry, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Keeley condemns industry abuse. That's right. Uh, at the beginning of those game awards, Jeff Keeley condemned abuse in the industry, but fell short of specifically calling out any entity. Quote it. Uh, we got to be real and we can't ignore the headlines that are out there. Game creators need to be supported by the companies that employ them. I think we all agree with that. So let me just say this before we get to any of the news announcements or awards we should not and will not tolerate any abuse harassment and predatory practices by anyone including our online communities we all love games and if we want this industry to keep going we must build an even brighter and more inclusive future and you're right he made that statement um
2: we all know who he was talking about yeah probably given at least why he made that statement right yeah (laughs) i don't think that's a shock
1: Yeah, it's 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 an interesting it's an interesting comment, um, threading the needle moment. And look, if 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 I'm Jeff Keeley, maybe I'm doing the same thing. But it's like we want to make sure that if Activision has any really awesome trailers, they'll come back to the show and give awesome trailers. I mean, let's let's just be real about it. It was a calculated, capitalistic yeah. move to make sure that he threads the needle by not mentioning but them by name, so that they. Hopefully, participate in years to come. Yeah, well, and I think now, with the caveat being, now they, please they, enjoy. They up- now please enjoy a commercial from a company based in China who doesn't care about human rights. I, I, you know, it's it just. It, I mean, if you if you paid attention to the evening, it was it was it was ridden through with let's make a let's let's make a um, self proclaimed virtue signal right at the beginning because you're too stupid to know. Who pays for the game awards? I mean, a lot of the pay- game awards was paid for by China. <laughs> it's like it's like this NBA thing. They'll they'll go on a tirade about th- their their latest and greatest virtue signal for whatever organization. But when it comes to China, don't criticize China. Same with the movie industry. It's just as part of the things as as the week has progressed, and I've thought more about this show. It's just really the the show really not just for not just for this but for so many reasons was the worst game awards i've ever seen but i'll stop there because i know we're going to talk some more about the game awards (laughs) uh here were
2: your highlights (laughs) or
1: lowlights as john would call it and
2: i'm gonna add one to the bomb uh quantic dream officially announced star wars eclipse that will be an action adventure multiple character branching narrative game that is set in the High Republic era of the iconic Star Wars Galaxy. Kinda looked like we saw Yoda in that trailer. Looked like an C P3O, like from, you know, prequel days. Uh this was I don't think anyone saw this on their radar. Middle-earth developer Monolith Production has announced Wonder Woman. Uh, No gameplay footage or release date was announced with very little else to go on other than a version of Wonder Woman shown. It's said to be a single-player open-world game featuring an original story. I think they said it's going to be using the Nemesis system that they uh, took the time to trademark and uh, patent a couple of years ago. Uh, Cuphead. Were
1: Were they successful in that? Did they get that done officially?
2: I think so. I mean, I haven't heard anything different, right? Uh Cuphead, the Delicious Last Course, is finally coming on June 30th, 2022. The content will be made available on all platforms that the game exists on. The expansion will feature Miss Chalice as a new playable character. Gotta say, looked great. That has yeah. been one that people have been waiting on for like half a decade. Sonic Frontiers, a.k.a. Sonic Breath of the Wild, was officially announced and is an open zone game. The game is billed as a new leap forward for the franchise. They also (laughs) showed off, I believe, the first trailer for Sonic 2, Idris Elba, right? (laughs) Uh, Forspoken got a new trailer and confirmed release date of May 24, 2022 for PS5 and PC Hellblade Two got a new trailer featuring uh, the first in-game footage, which is in Unreal Five, and looked pretty damn amazing. Alan Wake Two was announced <clears throat> and will be a survivor survival horror game, and will have all the original voice actors from the previous game from Remedy. Uh, there was a new action trailer shown for Saints Row. Uh, with the release date of August 23rd, 2022. Uh, showed first-time gameplay for it. There was a new cinematic trailer for Warhammer Space Marine 2, and the sequel to the 2010 game, and will feature the main character from the original game, Ultramarine Captain Titus. And I believe the other big noteworthy one was uh, Suicide Squad, the upcoming uh tile from rocksteady for the first time they showed off gameplay for that that was also in there so i mean i don't think there was an announcement that we could say like from the big three that was you know like oh my god right and i think it's probably easy to say that the biggest name thing that got an announcement was star wars but um A lot of our stuff was just looked either, you know, you got some looks of things that we actually hadn't seen how it, you know, we just gotten like a CG trailer before. Right. So we got a lot of that. And I mean, the fact I, I didn't know we were getting an open world Sonic game or, or Wonder Woman. And that's, that's kind of cool. And of course, my big one personally that I was really hyped to see, of course, was Alan Wake too, because. I didn't expect, I, I thought Remedy kind of was capping off that when they put the DLC in there for uh, for uh, Control two years ago. I thought that was their way to say, okay, we're never going to make another one of these, so here's a little bit more before we move <laughs> on.
0: The, the biggest one for me that I can't stop thinking about was the uh, uh, Space Marine 2 mm-hmm. cinematic trailer, the Warhammer I want. I I've never played one of those games, and I can't. I want to play this game so bad. I don't mm. know why. I didn't. I walked into those awards, or at least online, not knowing that was going to be seen, and I was going to feel this way. But that's the one that's really stood out to me the most. Yeah, uh, and I'm very intrigued by that Star Wars trailer. It didn't give too much. We don't know what it is. We kind of know a lot about it, but we also don't know a lot about it. If that makes sense. John,
2: John, thing for you.
1: Um, I, I think, I don't know. I mean, I, I think a lot of this is cool. Can't wait to see more Mm. reaction. Um, half of it, I don't care about, you know, Sonic front frontiers answered a breath of the wild. Every time, every time Sonic answers a Nintendo franchise, it bombs Sonic lost world was based on it's answer to the Mario 3d games. They were trying to sort of emulate that it fell flat. I just wish Sonic would figure out how to, how to, how to not Sonic figured Sonic, Sonic was popular because it invented a game. It invented Mm. a new way to play a game. And since that time, it's either, it's either made the fans happy by going back to its roots and doing the same old thing, or just copied something Nintendo does. Anyway, I hope this one is maybe something new for them going forward. Um, love I Love Monolith um, and what they did with um, the Mordor franchise. Um, so it'd be interesting to see what they do with Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Um, I gotta play I gotta play the first Alan Wake because Alan Wake two the fact that it's a survival horror game makes it even more delicious for me to want to sink my teeth in. I think that Alan Wake Mm
0: -hmm. might end up being one of your favorite series ever if you actually play it.
1: Might be. Might be. For real. I don't
2: think you've ever played a Remedy game, right, John?
1: Yeah, that's – yeah, I've never played – yeah. Just give me Hellblade. My God. I just (laughs) – how many times do we have to see this game – Great. It's an unreal engine five, but how many times do we have to see this game without a release date attached to it? Oh, you're not do that. (laughs) Don't show it again. I don't care. Just don't show me that game again, unless you got me got something new to tell me about it and you don't. Um, So, I mean, as far as game announcements, I was pretty, pretty underwhelmed by everything that they did. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's things I'm excited for. um, But seeing jeff goldblum in his underwear is what i'm always going to remember about the game awards this year i just <laughs> it just i wasn't missed that b- and where did i go and the k-pop dancing routine I yeah mean,
2: those are the parts where you're like Ugh. i would
1: i would give i would give <laughs> anything i would have traded this for joe McHale any day of the week and <laughs> twice on sunday just so i can see the look on jeff Keeley's face the, the entire time i think. So,
2: I just more I was like, where where was Nintendo in this? That was my big question. Like that was was, coming up. Where
1: was PlayStation? Yeah, well, I
2: mean, yeah, about the only thing they gave, at least they did give you a horizon trailer, right? Like they could say which again,
1: I didn't need to see it. No,
2: that's definitely one I didn't need to see. Like Microsoft I I mean, I'll disagree with you, John. I wanted to see that hellblade because you know, you got like a, a CGI announcement to just say they were beginning work. And I think the only other thing I remember we've seen of this is they kind of did like a developer diary. So them coming back and being like, look, we've started right. to build this. And I think from everything I've read from Jeff Grubb, he said multiple times the earliest this is coming is 2023. So if I get this now to say this is what we've done so far this is how this looks this is why we waited on Unreal. And the next time I see it, it, whether it's in our Game Awards or if it's a Microsoft E3 thing, whatever, in 2023 and says coming you know august 25th 2023 or you know january 22nd 2024 then i that i agree with you that's i don't need to see more because that was amazing maybe outside of i guess if they wanted to come back and do a combat trailer because you know they were showing stuff and it was in game engine that's really cool but it'd be nice to actually see you fighting something you know to help sell it but you know yeah like I, I'm with you. There's definitely some stuff they could have cut down in this, but I guess it's like, uh, if you're Keely, you're like in this hard place. Cause the moment you
0: start, no, saying, you're not,
2: it's called the effing game awards. Well, and there were literal times
0: where you go, when was the last award given out? Yeah. It's like,
1: yeah. yeah for a while he started just popping them off. Yeah. That about, is, and these that's are, the part of major categories. Yes, yeah.
2: Yeah. It's the part that sucks about it. And I would, I would challenge him on that, but It's hard on the art side of it. Like you could have taken all the arcane music stuff. I would have been fine with that. Um, but trailers for things, I don't know what you're supposed to do because if you don't show, you know, these companies have always shown, if you don't do what we want for us, when we want you to, when we have something you want, we won't give it to you. Right. Like, you know, Keely doesn't get to go up there and go, Nintendo, give me your best game. Microsoft, give me your best game. It's more of Microsoft going like, Do you want Hellblade too? We can give you that. And, you know, sure. And then maybe next year when they have some expansion for Forza Horizon five, right? They're gonna be like, We want that in there too. Even though it's just, you know, announcing new DLC. Why? Because we're Microsoft and you're probably gonna want us to give you a fable trailer or something else down the line, right? It just sucks for them. It's like a no win scenario.
1: Somebody, somebody made a suggestion on Twitter. I don't remember who it was, but said that maybe the game awards going forward needs to be divided into two sections.
2: An award show. Here's,
1: <laughs> here's your first section. Here's your award show. Mm-hmm. So if you care about that, you get you know you get to watch that. If yeah. you care about both, you watch both. And then the second half of it is here are your game trailers and your interactions with developers, things like that. I mean, I don't know if that's the right call. I mean, it seems like Jeff Keeley has been, been scratching off this idea, adding a new one, adjusting, tweaking every year. Mm-hmm. But this year, it just seemed like it just went backwards. I mean, there were so many, just, I don't know, so many advertisements about stuff that, I don't know, I don't care about. I mean, how many Genshin Impact commercials did we see and how many I don't know it just it was just like I feel like we got more advertisements than we got game trailers like if you stacked yeah. them up together you would have gotten more content from the advertisers than but, the people who actually brought stuff to show and and with and with the pacing of it he just had the pacing just all wrong particularly when he just takes a moment where you don't even see it coming and he just spouts off five awards in a row mm. and you're like whoa, whoa, whoa what 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 one what 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 were the nominees again? What? So yeah. I just thought the pacing was just way off. I, I think But yay, Star Wars.
2: I want I would like this. I don't want them to have names of of advertisers on the name of awards. Like it really felt weird when I saw uh what was it? Best uh in accessibility brought to you by Toyota. And I'm like, what does that have to do with it? I don't have a problem with them putting commercials because it's like you, you the viewer, are, pay, are not paying anything for this. He's got to pay for it. You know, the way you do it, obviously, is, you know, just like when you're watching the Academy Awards or the Grammys or anything else, what you do, you sell advertisements, right?
1: It's it's one thing for advertisements. It's another for, like, 30% of it, maybe, was Tencent. It's like, you know. I mean,
2: yeah, they have a lot of games.
1: <laughs> China owns the Game Awards, I guess. So, I mean, I don't know. I, don't, I, I don't mean,
2: know. was he supposed to, like, validate everyone that comes in there? I just I don't know. Well, he,
1: seems to, he seems to validate certain things and leaves other things mm. to people's imagination. I don't know.
0: Well, that's because it's his game awards.
1: Yeah.
0: He can kind of do what he wants. I mean, so I'm are, not, you,
1: are, are you saying the show was bad or good? <laughs> I don't understand.
0: I don't think it was as bad as you made it out to be. I don't think it was good. And I'm thinking on why do you feel like it's that bad? And I'm thinking because he hyped it up so much and you bought into it, which is what he wanted you to do you not just you personally but you as a viewer yeah you feel the same as john i was we talked about it directly afterwards and i was i was meh it was very kind of let down i was like i i do this every time though i, I think i'm gonna see more awards and more e3 type stuff and mm-hmm. it's never that every, so
2: who's the fool it's like me like, or keely i think everyone like either it's like yes you are really passionate and you want to watch people talk right and actually hear like your traditionalist like you're thinking of the Academy Awards where, you know, yeah, I don't know who the guy who worked on hair and makeup, but it can be very interesting to see someone and be like, I've worked in the industry for 25 years and working with ex-director really pushed me to, you know, more than ever. And I'm just so happy and everyone who helped me get this award. Right. Or you're the other side of fans where you're the fan that has been living in this world of, I want a repeat of the 20. 16 sony press conference where where yeah it's just hit after hit after hit and it's not realistic with either i think for for this case right you know and you have to find the medium and i I would agree with you like yeah i don't need a uh, cgi korean pop dance (laughs) for me this is as close to like you
0: know like when they give like the academy awards yeah. For, for example, they have some nice. musical choices mm-hmm. um, and, and that will be cool. Fill in some of the show with like really popular <laughs> games and songs, you know, more than just one big long set. Uh, actually have people if you want to have people to come up on stage for the winners, people who pay attention to the game awards, no really famous people or really famous categories about really famous games. They'll pay attention. Um, It did feel just weird. You know, it did. Uh, yeah. But we all watched it. We got some information out of it that we're going to be happy about in the future, hopefully. Uh, and we'll see in the future if we get hyped up again for another Game Awards and we feel this way again. I'm sure uh, we will. The
1: best the best part for me was Carrie Ann Moss realizing once and for all in front of millions of people that Keanu Reeves is a Looney Tune. Yeah. Did you guys play the That was uh, hilarious to me Carrie Ann Moss didn't know what to do with herself Because <laughs> Keanu Reeves was all like this <laughs> she's and just Carrie like Carrie Ann Moss was playing it straight
2: She's like, huh, I didn't see you at the Microsoft thing So this is weird um, Did you all play the Matrix thing? No, you did I did
1: I thought we were going to cover that as a topic
2: <laughs> uh, You pretty- still played the wrong game if you want to see some cringeworthy <laughs> scripting, oh man, you should watch the parts with Carrie Ann Miles and uh, and Keanu Reeves there where they make allusions to who wrote this. Marketing? Don't ever I trust see. people for marketing. <laughs> and things like that. But um, That's a pretty good Keanu. Right? But on the other hand, once you get past all that, if you want to see a cool tech demo, um, there's some neat stuff in there. Pretty impressive. Unreal 5 is... Whenever that does hit, we're going to feel the next gen in a big way. <laughs> but maybe we should think carefully before we put games into Unreal
1: 5, John. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> the ABK Workers Alliance has initiated. I can't believe you guys gave me this one. The ABK Workers Alliance has initiated a strike against Activision Blizzard. The group plans to continue its work stoppage until it de- its demands are met via Twitter. The group announced quote today, the ABK workers Alliance announces the initiation of its strike. We encourage our peers in the game industry to stand with us in creating lasting change in quote. This announcement came following Raven software's QA team walkout over the issue of contractors. One of the demands of the ABK workers Alliance <clears throat> Uh, is the resignation of Bobby Kodak. According to an outgoing Blizzard employee, employees at the company have received a message from Activision encouraging employees to think about signing union authorization cards with the CWA.
0: Unions. That's right. At the very end of 2021, we finally let John say union on the show. (laughs) That's a hashtag throwback. What's up? Uh but yeah I uh uh what we got boys on this one? I, we got we got we'll anything.
2: S- I mean we'll see. It just really depends. I know they've were trying to secure um funding for all these employees, right? Because once they sign on to there since they aren't already part of a union and don't pay dues, you know, it, obviously as they said they can't work until this gets resolved or whatever or they give it up um so you know i think they were trying to get funding for for all those employees who did sign on i haven't seen anything as far as i don't know if they're allowed to even say how many people have signed on on the union and like how long that period goes where people are allowed to choose or not so it's kind of like an interesting way to see what happens thing um with it i don't know if they'll ever get their bobby Kodak demand but um on the flip side yeah. It it would be a big deal if it actually is successful, just because you're talking about one of the largest video game companies uh, becoming unionized, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, it'll be a pretty big deal, mm-hmm. and uh, we would make John read that next news story because it would have the word union in it, and it's a must. Um, we'll pivot to some some sadder, more somber news. Uh, Masayuki Uemura died. Y'all didn't
1: want me to say a thing, did you? <laughs>
0: oh, well, you were. I can back it up, John. It didn't take it away from you. It. No, you were typing and doing stuff, so I didn't. I thought we were kind of done. But if you want to say anything, I'll I'll stop and let you because it is unions and it is you. So
1: I was making uh, a joke.
0: No, I, no, you weren't.
1: I was actually. I was making it, a joke.
0: Yeah. You, you really don't have I really it's fine. This is not uncomfortable. It's you Even and me if talking. If
1: I did have something to say, you think I would do it? Come yeah, on. I think you would. God. Yes. I kind of think you would. I think
0: you would. I kinda think you would. If we ran a, a poll right now on Twitch, I think they think you would too.
1: I actually think, uh Chris, they're gonna get Kodak. I think he's gone.
0: Really? Ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I, I don't
1: think, think he's I, gonna
0: be fired, but I I think I he'll think-
1: I think I think that I think that this is what the goal is, mm-hmm. and and I think this was always the goal. Sure. Um, which which takes away from the sort of initial pure, you know, basic support I've I I've had of it. Um, but you know, I I, th- I think he's gone. He's not gonna. It would, See, I
0: kind of <laughs> think the longer he's not gone, he's not, not going, going anywhere. They're, they're
1: not letting this go. And you have to ask yourself, what is this really about? Mm-hmm. And this story sort of shows you how do we get how do we accomplish what we've always wanted and what we've been talking about for 10 years, what weekly games chat got hate mail over. <laughs> we get the biggest video game company in the world go and and we make them unionize. And that's the ball game. Mm-hmm. That's the ball game. I could see s- Sean ball game is a reference to baseball. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could uh,
0: take me out to the ball game. Oh, Cracker cracker Jackson, everything, buddy.
2: My prediction with Koik will be this. If it's going to happen, it happens over the t- final two weeks of the year. Right. And it's going to be that quiet thing of, they're not going to call. He's fired or anything like that, or he's been dismissed. It would be the, after a 30 years of success, consistently of expanding rebuilding and then expanding the upon the success of activision blizzard bobby Kotick has decided to retire effective at the end of this year and blah 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 will take over you know in the short term that if not if he makes it past the first of the year unless something else drops i think he's good
1: yeah maybe i mean i i don't look <laughs> i don't hope either way i mm-hmm. I, I, I i i want activision I want Activision to survive as a company. My, yeah. sus, my suspicion is that a lot of people that are doing these things, they don't want Activision to survive. And that's fine. If you don't want it to survive, you don't want it to survive. And I, 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 I grant you in good faith that you don't want it to survive, but that's what I think the end game is with, with a lot of folks doing this. I mean, it, it's very difficult for a company to pivot and make positive change while constantly having to fight the next round of battles. So you have to look at it um, from a more cautious approach, going, what it is I really want to fix? And am I hindering the company from fixing it by making it focus on things that I could make it focus on perhaps tomorrow? If what you want is change, ask yourself, are you the change you want? <laughs>
2: Wow, that just <laughs> happened, yeah, that just happened
1: but and and, look, Bobby Kodak, despite what you feel about him, despite what I might feel about him, that man is the reason Activision exists today. That's why he has all the shares he does. He mm-hmm. came in back in the early nineties or late eighties, I forget, and he saved that company. He kept it from going into oblivion. That's not to say thirty years later, he deserves what he he deserves to stay. But, you know, his legacy is saving this company and making it what it is. So you have to at least give him that.
0: Well, what I want to give right now is some love in our Twitch chat to a first time chat from our viewer, Enzo Mouth. Enzo writes, hey, guys, much love. Thank you so much for joining us live on Twitch.tv is where we'll record episode 336 all about Halo. We are currently in news. And as I did a minute ago, we're going to pivot to somber news. And I got to say once again that um, Masayuki Uemura has passed. That is the designer of the Nintendo and Super Nintendo at the young age of 78. Uemura joined Nintendo in 1972 and was eventually appointed to Nintendo's R&D 2 division. The division focused on hardware and in 1981 began working on the Famicom, which launched in 1983 and became so popular that it began the creation of the Super Famicom in 1988. We more recently appeared at the National Video Game Museum and stated there was something different about Nintendo. Here we were these very serious men thinking about the content of play. Other companies were importing ideas from America and adapting them to the Japanese market, only making them cheaper and smaller. But Nintendo was interested in original ideas. I think that's a pretty cool way to look at it. I still feel that they do that to this day. That's why they're Nintendo.
1: Am I wrong? I'm so glad Chris didn't read this because this was not the time to be calling it the SNES.
0: Yeah. You're welcome. And
2: he will also Rest in peace the designer of the Ness and the SNES. I'm really glad I didn't <laughs> screw up your you're, name. You're you are the biggest mother effing Richard that existed. It was provoked.
1: And I hate unions. Think about that. Yeah.
2: Uh you know what I love? <laughs> I love some hardware sales. Unless you guys have any more. But no. Okay, uh, MPD has announced that the Nintendo Switch was the best-selling console in the U.S. during November 2021. In fact, the console remains the best-selling console for 2021 as a whole. Uh, 1.13 million consoles were sold during the month of November and sold half that number during the week of Thanksgiving. Here are your top 10 games for the month. Number 10, NBA 2K22, 9, Far Cry 6, 8, FIFA 22. Seven is Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. Six, Mario Party Superstars. Five, Madden NFL 22. Four, Forza Horizon 5. Three, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl. Two, Battlefield 2042. And number one, no shocker here since Red Dead wasn't out. Uh, Call of Duty Vanguard. I think it's still a surprise, buddy. I I mean they said like it was the number two selling game already the first week. It I came know. Out.
0: I but I just thought because of how much trash people were throwing on it that it would mm-hmm. slow down the sales, but that shows
2: you how big the Call of Duty machine is. I think to me, the big thing I would say just looking at this and I see right, what, Draven? what what stands out to me is the number one point one three million because that just tells you how much PlayStation and and Microsoft are suffering right now as far as how much they can get out the door like it's not a question of is there a demand it's literally a question of them how much can we actually ship to you right now because i i feel like this number you know should be you know each of these consoles should easily be selling over a million in my book right now and that kind of tells me something. <laughs> did you do you like how many words he
0: added to the end of that sentence? Yeah. That was awesome.
2: Yeah. I mean, like, I, Nintendo is a mid, they've had some issues too, like with the OLED and all that. So I'm sure they are feeling it just as much, where they're like, yeah, it's nice we're number one, but it would also be nicer if we had better production going on right now and could max out everything.
1: Well, selling a million units in a month is pretty big for a console that's five years old or.
0: If it's for, I, it, yeah, it doesn't matter. That blows my mind that that comes. It still feels like I just watched that like really weird.
1: I know, played just, Breath of the Wild yesterday.
0: <laughs> right. That You know what I'm saying, man? <laughs> ah, I can't believe it's that old already. Mm. Do they really? Uh, I, I the, when I saw the Switch OLED, I'm, I'm talking the chat now for if you're listening to this podcast, you're like, what in the, is Sean talking about? Dude, we got I some called listeners. you two nights ago. You did, <laughs> but they were you. online. You weren't in store. Uh, our listeners are saying that Target always has Switch um, OLEDs in stock. Um, and uh, our friend Acid Sugar up in the Northeast is saying there's a lot at Best Buy. And I've been to my local Target. I've seen it once and I didn't buy it. And John told me I made a mistake. Does John have my back like Sony?
1: <laughs> well, I'll let you know. Probably not. It's probably fine though.
0: You did call me to tell me the OLEDs were online and ready to be bought.
1: You seem you, you seem not interested. I was in
0: the middle of haloing it up, and I yelled it out to Bobby Joe, and she said, "Don't worry about Christmas. You can't buy yourself anything right now." I, that couldn't. Well, we, what does the box look like? Cause there is something already wrapped under the tree, and it kind of looks like a Switch OLED box. I ain't gonna lie to you.
1: It doesn't look like the it doesn't look like the old Switch box. It looks it's
0: uh, it's smaller, right? I think more, so. Yeah, it's I more
1: compact. It compact. Yeah. But uh, I've got you back, Sean, and so does Sony. Yeah. Sony has announced a range of PS5 console covers in five different colors. Covers, colors. You can now reshade your console in red, purple, black, blue, or pink. Say that five times fast. I'm black, <laughs> blue, The covers will be available in the first half of 2022, starting with Midnight Black and Cosmic Red in January 2022, with the other colors arriving in the following months. There will be two sizes for the different versions of the console, uh, meaning for Chris's digital version and for the uh, mainline version. This announcement comes following the recent legal challenges to companies making third-party faceplates. What color will you be changing to? I hate the white, Chris. I hate it so much. I think it's ugly. I just want a black ps5
2: i think the only white i've ever liked for a console is probably the original 360 i guess those s's i mean i've seen s and i think that looks nice but um but yeah i'm with you i would gladly take like the black the red right or the blue um any of those playstation just always has looked great in black they've always had a great color to their black Yeah. the
0: the white looks kind of weird
2: it's because i'm used to being black with the blue
0: you know, trim or outline or color, whatever you want to call it. But I I went to the tree and the box I thought might be the switch. OLED box is super light. Like possibly a sock is in it, (laughs) but I wanted to show the Twitch chat as an exclusive. What my wrapping paper got switched to, um, my daughter, uh, technically in law who recently graduated from college. Big deal. They went shopping and, um, they switched my wrapping paper from some Buffalo plaid, if you know what that is, to this. It's uh it's a Nintendo theme. Mario, Luigi, Turtle Shells, Toad, Princess, Peach, Stars.
2: I think it's Do you approve? I, th- I think it's just Mario theme. I don't think it's Nintendo theme, buddy. I think it's just Mario.
0: You <laughs> might be right. Um If you want to theory, show me a salmon or uh a- there is <laughs> there's nothing else Nintendo on here. <laughs> but Lila pitched a fit for me to have this. I think that's awesome. That is and awesome. So uh she graduated, and she's going to be rich soon. And I said, well, you need to buy me, like, I don't know, a Corvette or a sports car, and we're going to make it Mario-themed. We're going to put, like, a
2: mushroom on it. Draven said, did you say your daughter-in-law? Because <laughs> I think it yeah, well, stepdaughter. I, right? I, I yeah. did that. On, yeah, he caught yeah, it. Part, yeah. Hopefully
0: somebody laughed. Yeah, she's my stepdaughter, and I've known her since she was four. And it's very weird to think about when I saw her. First time I ever saw her, she was in a buggy. And, you know, buggies have those little places where little kids can sit in. We haven't been in those in a long time. Wait. Not the big open cart, the the little section, the seat with the leg holes. She was that little when I first saw her, and she was four years old. It was around Halloween, and she was going to be <clears throat> Strawberry Shortcake. Wouldn't you know. And now I'm seeing her, you know, graduate as a young, you know, lady from a university. Apparently my daughter-in-law. How don't funny say, is that?
1: Don't say the name of the university. It'll just make people mad.
0: Yeah. And we're going to leave that alone. We're fine. Roll to wait i can't i actually had to dress in enemy colors
2: it was devastating i know i've i've really (laughs) almost like deleted you from everything like you would have tried to come in the show today and i would have been like i don't know why you just don't have access anymore i guess you've made some bad choices in life
0: that's really funny uh d white says i wrap everything in brown paper bags because i'm lazy and duct tape (laughs) 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 that's so funny that's so funny uh but uh If we had, if I wanted, since I walked away and stuff, the I saw these covers today, and I'm like, eh, I don't care at all about changing my PlayStation color.
2: Is that bad? Is that what you guys said too? No, I mean, if I don't know if I'd order online, but if I walked into a Best Buy and I saw the black and I looked at it and I said, "Ooh, that looks nice," I'd probably buy it because I mean, it's not that it's not that hard to take the. The uh, sides off, right? You know, no, they, it's not. They make it snap. very because yeah, yeah. you got to get into it to
0: change out hard drives or put a hard drive in yeah. SSD. Did John? Did or Chris? Did you guys say how much these were? Is there a price on them? I didn't, they didn't see that. Yeah, they didn't announce it yet.
2: Nine hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: D White saying, uh, "Do you know how much a pack of sharpies cost? Because they will change the color of your PlayStation for however much that costs." Hmm. <laughs> Draven said that he thought he read sixty bucks, y'all, for I was these about covers. To, I was about to I'm good. The
1: price of the controller.
2: <laughs> wow. Yeah, if it's sixty, wow. yeah, unless that yeah, goes on sale, a same. lot of money
0: for some plastic, isn't it? Yeah. Uh,
2: well, now he says half price. He says twenty nine ninety nine. I could see. No, that. that's no, 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 no. He's
0: countering. Oh. he's saying he'll sharpie it for twenty nine ninety nine. That's the real funny. Price
2: is That's funny. Sixty.
0: Yeah. You got to remember. That that viewer in Twitch and also a listener, DY
2: Dynamite, is never serious. Okay? Ever. I'll just take the plate off and like get some paint and do it, you know? It wouldn't be that hard, that's, would it? That's so funny. Well, we have arrived, uh, ladies and gentlemen, and Chris, so you
0: can be ready to do your job to uh to finally this week.
2: <clears throat> <clears throat> okay, here we go. Oh,
0: oh. no. Whoa. What are you? That's the wrong. You had one yeah. effing job.
2: Finally, <laughs> this
0: week. More news about PlayStation as they get another studio. Herman Hulst announced the acquisition of Valkyrie Entertainment. This marks the 17th studio under the PlayStation umbrella and the fifth acquisition. Acquisa- acquisition use your words (laughs) lort ham and cheese of 2021 valkyrie is a seattle-based game developer best known for co-development services for several development studios to include halo infinite ooh, forza motorsport 7 and god of war according to herman holst valkyrie entertainment is a highly adaptable and respected studio which has produced high quality work on a range of platforms from console to PC and a variety of styles from action to games as service titles. Valkyrie's diverse capabilities will be welcomed by every team at PlayStation studios. As we continue to focus on delivering extraordinary gaming experiences.
2: And that's it. I think they're like primarily a support studio for things like, you know, like I want to say like for halo infinite, I think they support it as far as, you know, doing the Xbox one ports and things like that. Yeah. Um, so good asset to have, yeah. You know, especially if you think about all these things that they're playing might be PS4 and PS5. Uh, why not pick them up? And even going down the line where they've forced other studios to kind of support things like Naughty Dog and all that, instead of ticking them off, you could take this new studio that you just bought and say, that's your job now. So smart pickup. Maybe they'll make a game someday, <laughs> John. Ain't it?
1: Oh, now you ask me for my opinion.
2: And you just see, um, see it. Screen. Just uh,
1: <laughs> I don't know. I thought that you know it's it's one of those things where <clears throat> it almost seems like they didn't want to sweeten the pot, like make let us make something, as opposed to being a support studio, kind of like with Blue Point. You know, I'm this remaster studio. I'm this remake studio but instead of instead of being that studio that's going to be my remake studio I'm giving it the opportunity to make a game so it just goes to show you that they needed that kind of support um, but they just weren't getting it through it's like they were trying to solidify the deal with somebody and maybe Bluepoint countered with no we want to make our own game and then this one said no but um, I mean good for them. I mean, it just seems like part of, um, what's the guy's, the guy's exit. had the, I don't remember his name, former head of the studio prior to Herman Hole, saying, we got to make games faster, cheaper. Maybe this is part of that strategy.
2: Oh, uh, dang it. Self-spoken Sean. <coughs> I know, right? Not Sean Layden. Sean, Sean Layden. Yeah. I think yeah. I made knack. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but that said, guys, would you want to wrap this up? Never.
1: John? Definitely to be safe.
2: We better wrap it up just to be safe. Sorry, Sean.
1: Boo. Just, I said that.
0: electronic mail from the future all the way from the year 3000 this is uh, my favorite part of the show it's because sometimes you guys don't write emails and we get to do nothing i'm kidding it's because we get to interact with you and, and talk about the things you talk to us about it's great one of the ways we start is our emails and you can email us if you want to Weeklygameschat at gmail.com is the place to do that We've got two emails this week. I'll let you two read these emails if you want. If you're ready, don't rush to
2: them. Yeah, uh, I'll. Are we not
0: going to say the one?
1: Uh,
2: is first it, email up is uh, from someone we haven't heard from in a while, and it's very short and sweet, though. Uh, from Lucy, is, it, is that it, it's yeah? That's, is that the that's infamous? Her. Uh, she wants us to know that she found you, found us, and that she will be listening XOXO. And she sent a, us uh, a link to uh, apparently uh, last week's episode from her podcast service. So I am changing my locks. <laughs> uh, and, uh, oh, she did, uh, change her tag at the bottom and says, now, thank God I still have an iPod to reach you. I think it used to just say, sent to you by an iPod or something. Yeah, yeah. If I recall. But hey, hey, Lucy. (laughs) Hey, Lucy. Yeah. yeah. How goes it?
0: (laughs) John, would you like to read the other email or do you want me to read it?
1: Unless Chris just wants to get the bad taste out of his mouth, he can read the second one. But I can read it.
0: How about you do something and read it, John?
1: Yeah, man. (laughs) All right. Are we going to Chipotle?
0: Oh, man. Like Curbball. I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> Hello, boys. After watching the Game Awards, I came to the conclusion I want my family to slide in these words in my eulogy. He was a devoted son and father. Also, he never got to play Metroid Prime for Bayonetta 3 or Star Citizen. Also, he was never able to upgrade his PC mm-hmm. past a 2070 Super, and his name was always confused with an old white lady from the suburbs. this is pretty good named miss joanne (laughs) Joan, and probably a retired realtor that's so funny i did like some announcements from the vgas like space marine 2 and cuphead dlc uh i felt like the show was a bit overhyped metroid dread winning And it takes two made me very happy. Although Psychonauts 2 losing art direction to Deathloop was a terrible decision. And Mm. I don't disagree with that. Anyways, that was me saying that, not him. Uh, Anyways, my question would be, what did you think of the award?
0: Oh, (laughs) no, John, stop reading now. You got John's thoughts. If you listen to the show, I'm joking.
1: Anything missing besides Nintendo altogether. I understand COVID and its many variants are causing strains in every industry, but they're, but here we sit a year after, um, uh, the new consoles came out. And I often wonder why did I really need a PS five? That's fair. Uh, wonderful show. Keep doing your thing and have been listening to even more of your older shows. Got to say, I do miss the topic time, time, time beat. (laughs) Maybe think about bringing it out. a special episode. No boys and stay safe. We we'll
0: definitely for, stay safe. Thanks for the email. We'll
2: Chris, it, Chris, we'll you mentioned that one the, uh, time. If we get to 500 episodes, no, we will use no, it. No, we can't. And it's if too, risky. Punk it's like going us, in bareback, dude. It's too risky. Wait, I, what? you know, Sean, the, you're going to take a week off one week. <laughs> and you can't stop what I do.
0: It's, it's guaranteed. But you mentioned Nintendo being not there. PlayStation largely not being there. A lot of the games were going to be on a bunch of consoles, but the presence of these big, you know, studios just kind of were missing. I do know that, like I mentioned, uh, I think today, if you listen if you listen to the podcast on Wednesday, I, I did it again. Um, there was a Nintendo Indie. So it, it's, it's going to be like it's coming out. I don't know if that's what they would have shown at the video game awards. I don't know. Uh, Everything just feels weird still. Like everything feels weird. Yeah. I'm constantly nervous about stuff. There's no video games. I can't upgrade computers. I can't buy things easy. I don't like people
2: anymore because they're everywhere now. It's like (laughs) with games, it's like really interesting because on one part, I almost wonder with Nintendo, is it like, are you just saving everything? Are you are have we reached that point in Switch where like literally you're getting ready for your next thing and therefore you're not gonna be talking right now until like one day you're gonna talk a lot, right? And go, Yep, here's your next Mario Kart, here's this, here's this, right? And you're just gonna use Zelda in the meantime and little announcements that you have uh to get you through for the smaller stuff. Um the other stuff though with PlayStation and Xbox, it just feels like a reality where it's like developers going, we have all these new toys and we haven't gotten great at getting everything ready to be out the door. And unfortunately the side effect is you have these new powerful machines and just not a ton of things that are ready to really take advantage of them yet. Right. It kind of sucks.
0: It does kind of suck. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, normally I'd go from here Cause those are the two we wanted to read this week. And I'd go over to uh, our weekly games chat discord and I'd go into this little area right here for emails and I would look for new emails, but we don't have any. So I'm just going to remind you that if you do want to send an email that way, you can. Hey Draven, literally right now just said good day. <laughs> Save yeah. the day. Draven. Good day to you. And Draven still typing. Ha 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 ha. So I'll now pivot back over to our other uh, social media that we're kinda, we kind of we kind of stay on top of, and that is Twitter. We're at Weekly Games Chat on Twitter, of course. Uh, and there is one mention that I want to highlight this week, and it's from at uh, Bravo24actual. CC'd on this. And this was a tweet from someone I don't think that follows us. Uh, Hago McSwine's arse. That's a great Twitter handle, by the way But this tweet read One of the kids at my daughter's school Christmas concert Is wearing a sweater that says Slaying the game And it has an image of a controller Hmm. And they're loving it And that's what kids should wear at Christmas concerts And it should be video game Sweatshirts that have uh, Christmas slash video game meanings to them I like it very much Let's see here Have we got any new followers? I don't know. I haven't seen any. Oh, we do. (laughs) This is going to be great to read out loud for the follow back. Are you guys and girls ready for this one? Welcome to I sat on my saggy sack. Thank you so much for the follow following you back. You're welcome. And, And also at DG Vic. 365 what's up following you back i appreciate it very much once again i think that's it i think that's all the uh, interaction that we call emails which is really a umbrella of all of the stuff you write into us that we're going to cover this week going to give you a quick reminder um, next week will be the music spectacular of 2021 question is what day will have come out right What well, don't will know come out we don't know. We don't know. You know, production takes a long time, you know? And uh, we got to fine tune the picks and, and get it going. But stay tuned for that. The picks.
2: For sure.
0: it's, oh, it's our, he's got a pick. He just held up a, a pick. Thank you to everyone who listened. Uh, I'm sorry. If watched this podcast happen and come to fruition over on twitch.tv backslash weekly games chat. This has been episode 300. And 36 there was a long Where,
1: hold on <laughs>
0: <laughs> wherever you find your podcast please leave us a like so your friends and, and people that like the same stuff as you can find us we appreciate that if you want to write an email weekly games at gmail.com if you want to uh, follow us on social media twitter at weekly chat and uh, if you want to you know come home come to discord we're waiting for you we'll welcome you um I think that's it. I think I did all the things I need to say. So now I look at my friend John and my friend Chris and I say,
2: boys, game on. Uh, Game on, John. Game on, Sean. Game on to everyone and we'll see you next year.
1: Game on, Chris. Game on, Sean. And game on, everybody.
0: For real. Game on to everybody that makes this community. Peace out, everybody.
2: Your mom's box.
1: Thug life.